and we are live hey concrete what's goody how's it going happy hump day what's good how you feeling girl ready for the week to be over i'm tired child i'm not cut out for this work shit. i'm over it i'm done like i'm done i'm not cut out for it I feel you. So it's been a long week and you looking forward to the weekend so you can relax with Absolutely. your hubby and the kids. You know, I'm going to get my yeah. new weave and stuff. You know. Okay. Okay. Go get cute yeah. then. Go get cute. Wait a minute. I know you ain't getting no weave because um, I, I, I just know we did a whole stream. What was that? Two weeks ago on weave? On black yeah, women? Girl. We, we need our weave? We we do need our weave and um you know no lace no case but uh yeah child we we needs our weave honey and I figured I'd help out uh black society by wearing it you know I'm supporting mm. black businesses and um it's kind of the texture of my own hair um so it doesn't look as dare I say it artificial oh <laughs> Not a shot, Ooh. not a shot, okay. not a shot, okay. not a shot, you know. Interesting. Yes, honey. It's gonna be, you know, it's cute. It's cute. Okay. It's cute. So. Let me ask you something. This is just something I'm wondering, just in the side, random thought. Do you have you ever worn colored weave? Because I've only seen pictures of you in black weave, like blonde bundles, and you know. No. Um oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I'm with a a uh, a uh, a strong man who who ain't going in that aspect. Oh, ain't going, ain't going for no, the you know I can get I can get a little highlight, you know. <laughs> and okay, and okay, then okay. and then you know I have to get my permission slip signed um mm. before I, I even do that. And so, you know, I got my permission slip signed and you know, okay. adds a little ooh, you know, adds a little fire. Well, um that's what matters. Uh, hubby approves, so that that's all that matters. Yeah, just you know, like as a little fire, a little every now and then. You ain't got to do it every day of your life. You can still wear weave and maintain your edges, ladies. You know, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, every now and then, you know, you get like a dark. You know, I like darker colors myself anyway. But mm -hmm. every now and then, you know, it's the summertime. I can't wait to go red, and okay. um. I know typically you have dark color hair, so I was just wondering. Yeah. Like, I ain't never seen sis with the blonde bundles, the blonde yeah. bundles down the back. Nah, honey, it's not gonna be blonde all the way. Mm -mm. Um, maybe a little highlight some, but and then even then, that's closer to like a reddish brown, but never okay. like fully, fully blonde. I, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. just wondering. Yeah. So, girl. what else has been going on this week? What else is good? What else aside from you know you looking forward to the weekend because. I am too. Um, when, oh, we didn't even do a show last week. Dang. I'm like, dang, it seemed like I haven't been here in a minute. Last weekend was like so phenomenal for me. Like I had the entire weekend off, did a little um, road trip with my boo and mm. got to just really, really and truly enjoy myself. Took our times getting back because we didn't have a show took our time getting back because we didn't have a show on Sunday and came home and did like almost nothing on Sunday. I did laundry 
and like laid in the bed, watched a movie. It was just very relaxing. And like, Girl, listen, I wasn't in a rush to do anything. I'm not so gonna good. lie to you. I mm -hmm. am not gonna lie to you. I was thinking like, damn, because that Sunday was pretty awesome for me and Curlin as well. Mm -hmm. And I was like, honey, we might need to rethink Sunday. You know Some, I don't know. Oh no, I I thought about that because Sunday was a beautiful, relaxing yeah, day. Girl, it's been so long. Like we don't. I mean, typically, you know, we're here to do our shows, but we'll chop it up. Was we we was talking about you know um, kind of revamping some things anyway. So. Maybe they can get the Monday through uh, Friday just like everybody else. Listen, I, I <laughs> I'm just saying with a, lunch, with a little lunch little lunchtime show. Baby. You know, I'm here for that. I would much prefer that and have my evenings and weekends to myself. So mm, we gonna talk about it. Cause I was sitting there and enjoying your son, baby. You know, Sunday, Listen. like we can never do Sunday brunch. Like every time my friends be like, I'll be like, uh, -uh not on Sunday. So, right, we, we might, right. We might I'm just saying, baby, I'll do something late in the uh early in the morning, get up early Sunday morning, Ooh, like take their ass to church. And these uh, be sleeping in, they, you know, they be having a hangover from Saturday, girl. All you got to do is make it something with some drama in it, and they come in. That's all you got to do, and just do the baby switch on the ass. <laughs> we gonna chop, we gonna chop it up about that because I ain't mad at doing a little bit of restructuring. I'm just saying, but, child, um, it we, was we, good to me. Let's, let's let's chat. We need we need a um good little business meeting outing soon anyway. So we'll get together and talk about that. Girl, you gonna get drunk like you did the last time? I'm kidding. <laughs> I, did <not. laughs> I did not at all. You gonna whatsoever. eat a bacon sandwich like you did the last? <laughs> Blast for me. You know I ain't listen. My man can smell swine on my breath. I ain't fooling with it. <laughs> I ain't fooling with it. Uh -uh. That's why you I gotta eat never. gum. <laughs> never mind girl don't don't listen up, to me baby. i have worms coming out my skin messing with that girl spine. they wash the meat you only get worms when <laughs> they don't wash the meat that's what you think <laughs> that's what you think you know they be having that cancerous swine they be giving the folks and stuff uh -uh, I, 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 refuse. I refuse anyway but um let's see it's so much going on girl like look at him so... talking about a sunday evening show uh-uh baby no sunday shows at all i just want to look at you definitely not no sunday evening show like so you know sunday is like you getting ready for the week ahead so i don't like you know i i cook sunday dinner every sunday and like get my house in order whatever i haven't done before the show Mm -hmm. okay but um i don't know aside from our topic before we get off into that what's tea like it's so much going girl, on girl like, i got hard. some teas honey so yeah i got a few we teas. have not oh. been here we haven't done a show since the slap that was heard all the way around the world and that's yeah. when will smith slapped the absolute taste mm. out of chris rock's mouth Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there were a lot of celebrities who had something to say. So you had Amy Schumer, who was mm -hmm. talking about she was traumatized. Uh, uh -huh. Yes, you had Wanda Sykes, who was saying yeah. that she was traumatized. Jim Carrey. Um, Jim Carrey was saying like, wow, Hollywood actually stood up and gave this man a standing ovation. How, how disgusted and sickened he was by it. Yes. Donald Trump Jr., <laughs> Girl. Trump Jr., baby. Listen, like, uh, <laughs> and um, Alec 
Baldwin. Like, sorry. baby, didn't he just? Never mind. Look, See, sir, you need to be saying out of the line. Like, you should listen. You already you just listen. killed somebody. You need to be focusing on getting them folks pe- family paid. Stay out of listen. black folks' business. Mm. They compare this man to freaking Putin. Like, like, sir, like, come on, girl, like, not Putin. Like, li- li- listen, how did li- I? Yes, literally comparing him to Putin. <laughs> Baby, I'm so Let me tell you One thing about Cliff Oaks, baby, they gonna be dramatic with it. You hear me? And they be waiting for a black person to quote unquote fall from grace because they can throw you in with the rest of the black folks that they have disdain for or have negative thoughts about. Baby, seeing some of these fools comment, OJ chimed in talking about Baby, OJ, <laughs> if I had a slap them, I would have been in under the jail. <laughs> OJ, you don't need to comment on nothing. You need to go into like Herman Mode. The people who should have zero to say zilch because literally they've committed so many atrocities themselves, literally like only, you know, free by the skin of their teeth, got so much to say and literally calling for this man Oscars to be taken. They want blood. Like you would have thought that he slapped their mama because like people literally saying, what if that was Betty White? He could have killed Baby, he, they were saying that he could have killed B- Betty White. Ooh, ooh, listen, I mean, like reaching, reaching. Like, oh my God. Mm. Now, let me, let's kind of get off into it a little bit concrete because if you was up there and, and you were sitting down with your man and somebody yell across the room, let's say you go to a comedy show and the man yell across the room, um you a bald-headed hoe would your man gonna go up there and whoop his ass okay so let me say this um my man i think first off like i think you know my man feeds off my energy like he can tell if you know i'm offended by something um he can read my body language it's apparent because I know what type of partner I have, um, I'm, that's always in the back of my mind. And I literally am very strategic when it comes to my man. And if I if something bothered me to the extent, and I know like he will address it. And the thing is, he will address it in a tactful way, but he's like a lion, like this, you know, big black man, you know, bearded, big bearded black man um addressing somebody he's very direct you know uh he is very strong and so uh, you know people will not necessarily take kind to it i'll say all that to say i'm strategic in how i deal with things and i probably would not have made it obvious that i was uncomfortable which she just rolled her eyes but i typically will wait until after the fact to be like you know what i really didn't like that and have a conversation with him but nonetheless People, I saw a lot of people saying she set him up. She's supposed to protect him. Yada yada yada. If if my fiance was offended by somebody offending me, somebody you know saying something offensive to me, when he don't go, I can't stop him. I can't stop him. Literally, like we've been in restaurants before, and we've been out in places. I mean, like you know, out handling business. And he is one of those people that um, he wants you to speak clear and direct. 
So every time we go out, I'm a person that I feed off of context clues. I get what they're saying without them saying it. So when we'll go out and we'll be handling some business or it may be a waitress or something. And he'll be like, so you saying such and such, such and such. And he comes off very direct, like you don't want to play with him. And I'll be like, no, babe, she's saying. And he like, we've had disagreements about that. He like, stop doing that shit. Like literally I'm asking because I want them to clarify and they can't back out of it once they've committed to it because literally we've been handling business before and I've done that because really and truly oftentimes I'm trying to save them. And, 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 you know, I, I can be a captain sometimes, but um, if it's somebody mm. like young or timid or, you know, I'll be like, Oh no, babe, he's just saying, and I'm trying to like quell things, not because he's angry, but because he has a very strong presence. So just my point is like, once he's on go, I would of course be like, babe, you know, this ain't the time or place. And he knows how to handle himself. Like he ain't going to do nothing stupid, but um, at the same time, I can't stop him once he on go. Mm. What about you? What 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 about you? If 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 the shoe were on the uh, on your foot, how would you have handled it? Um, to me, I wouldn't have wanted my man to go up there to do that in that environment. Period. Whatsoever. And looking at the environment, that was the Oscars. It wasn't your uh hole in a wall comedy club it wasn't um you at the lounge this was the oscars this was a prestigious event it's one of the biggest nights for actors um people work really really super duper hard to make it to the oscars um i feel like he made her he subjected her to way more jokes and subjected himself and his family to way more scrutiny um, because how he handled that situation. Um, because that joke would have lasted for uh, two seconds. People would have laughed. He would have moved on to something else. Nobody would have focused on that joke whatsoever. The fact that he said the little G.I. Jane joke, Will wa walked up and smacked him in the face and Chris Rock ate it up you know I thought that was interesting because I'm like I don't know um and I'm, I'm you know salute to Chris Rock for that because it does take a lot to oh, yeah. not respond or react That's to certain cold. things like that I, I applaud Chris Rock uh absolutely. yeah for for your man not uh for Chris Rock to stand, stand there and eat that and still continue on with the show shows a lot of professionalism um restraint and restraint and so it was like woo you know i don't know if a lot of men would have been able to do that and then i thought that will's anger was misdirected i'm looking at will smith and i'm sitting there saying to myself like will you're not that guy you're not a thug you've never been a thug that's not your persona you slapping dudes on site is not your persona you may get jiggy with it I mean, you make family movies. Yeah. And so I think that it's been, I think it was misdirected anger. I don't think it was about Chris. I really don't think it was about Chris. I think it was misdirected. I think that him and his family have been the subject of a lot of jokes. Um, Jada's situations, her entanglements, even if they have an open relationship, 
I even with that, that to me, it seems like that would weigh down on a man. You know, people can yeah. say that they can do the open relationships. I think the majority of men that I know, the majority of men that I come across are generally territorial. That's and true. for you to have been caught out there for your story to be on the front row, you know, your your show, your sh uh, your bullshit is on the headlines. Mm -hmm. That's a lot for a man to deal with, and especially oh, of a, with a man of his stature. So, yeah, I, it's I a lot. I personally don't agree with what Will did. I think that what he did was wrong, but I don't give a fuck about the respectability politics. I don't give a damn about him doing it in front of mixed company and everybody concerned because he, he wasn't shucking and jiving and shuffling. I don't give a damn about uh, all the people who think that, you know, oh, now white people are going to believe all the stereotypes about black people. Like, I don't care about that. That has made me more upset than anything. Seeing all the people say, he literally got up there and did this in front of a bunch of white folks at the Oscars at a white event. I don't like, I don't know that. I, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not, I don't, I could care less that about that. Me because you're yeah. literally more concerned about like, you want their validation so bad that now you feel like he stained black people. And now, you know, their, their stereotypes about black people are, are will somehow be, um, confirmed because he did this like that is like the most infuriating part about all of this he was absolutely wrong he was wrong because he slapped another black man nonetheless he slapped him for something that we've heard way worse but i do think that there was there are some underlying issues and i do think it's possible that his anger was misplaced i did though when you listen to chris rock's earlier um oscar when he was um when he was uh, doing the Oscars in 2016 and he made those comments about Jada, I thought that those were more offensive. And as a result, that probably left a sour taste in Jada's mouth and she probably already don't like him. So he made the comment, which was crass. It was, you know, it was inappropriate. And as a result, she made the face, sucked her teeth and rolled her eyes. I think, but, but the other thing that I want to say is Will Smith is human. Will Smith is not a perfect man. None of us are like, we've all done something that required someone else to give us grace. And I think that Will Smith deserves grace. He didn't assault either of us. He didn't assault any one of us, but literally calling, wanting him to be burned at the stake, like wanting his um, accolades to be taken away. Want, like he, I literally heard people saying, I, I hope he presses charges. I hope he sues him for $20 million. How are you wishing that on another black man? You were assaulted. <laughs> Like that type of stuff is kind of mind boggling. Too. You know what? I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. Um, Chris Rock is going to be the subject of ridicule for a long time. You let a grown ass man come and slap the taste out your mouth. And, you know, while Chris was a class act and it takes a lot to have that type of restraint. Um, nah, dog, <laughs> wherever, whenever. Um, and, and I felt like it's it wasn't about to me, it wasn't about it being a white event or, you know, the Oscars Oscar so white was has been the hashtag for previous shows because black people were being underrepresented and not receiving a whole lot. Right. So then you're dealing with all of that. But when you have worked at your craft and you've done acting um 
can sometimes be a difficult job. A lot of people won't right. think that, but you're under light shoot, whatever. Yeah, everybody ain't got it. You know, right. It and so for Samuel L. Jackson actually received his first Oscar after 150 movies for mm -hmm. over uh, three decades in Hollywood, finally receiving his first Oscar. Nobody talked about that the next day. We all talked about so, Will well, Smith and Chris Rock. What are you Rock. saying you disagree with? Because I agree with all well, of that. Well, I'm say saying with that with, with it being what, um, it's not the fact that it's a it's a white event. It's the fact that it's an event and it's, um, it's that top tier. It's a top tier event for actors to get together and be celebrated. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that, you know, you got to uh, da -da 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 -da, shuck and jive for the, for the white folks. But God damn, this is the place that you chose to show your ass at that you you chose to show I'm your ass on. You, I'm not talking about your opinion. I'm talking about opinions that I've seen online literally have said he's doing this in front of all them white folks. He's doing. Yeah, this I, I don't like that. They all, but I'm not talking about your opinion. I'm talking about these are some of the opinions that I've seen that I vehemently disagree with. But I, I agree with, you know, everything that you've said in relation to that. That was in, it was inappropriate. He definitely should not have done it there. It overshadowed his own accolade that he's been working hard to uh, receive, as well as Samuel L. Jackson's. So I uh, like I'm we're on the same page regarding that. I'm simply saying that he's human. People want to hold him to an unrealistic standard that they haven't heard. Like I've literally I watch people on my timeline that I've seen go ape crap on their partners and literally filming it or in a public place, fighting, tearing up people, uh, property and everything, passing so much judgment on Will Smith as if they haven't acted a fool in public. I'm like, you gotta be kidding. You know what, though? But you don't think he should be held to a different standard, being that he's been in this profession for a while. He knows what it takes. Him and Jada actually boycotted the Oscars one year because he didn't receive an award. So then you are actually nominated again. They nominated your ignorant ass again. You then take your ass up there and you slap and embarrass another black man. Like, and, and it's not a factor of him not deserving grace. This is the thing. People deserve grace when they, certain aspects, I, I, I do feel like grace should be allowed. But you decided to take your ignorant ass up to somebody's stage and slap and embarrass another black man for your feelings being hurt then it's people have said so much worse about jada jada has subjected herself to a lot of the shit because a lot of her shit has been on front street and she's told her business to the world and so then somebody makes a joke that and it's not like these jokes aren't made at the at the at, at the oscars that's what they do the jokes are made at the oscars everybody gets it yeah. But and you act like the sim it was so simp the simping was so real and it was so embarrassing. Yeah. And I, I, I don't think that he deserves grace for that. You know, maybe if you catch me on another day, another time, I might have a different what you call it, but he deserves grace. Both of us have acted an ass up here for our family. Like, yeah, look, but look, look, look. 
hold on, not to the point that we've gotten physical with somebody because we're over the internet. But if we can be offended by something that someone says, and as a result, we choose to act in the way that we act as a result of someone offending us, then and and, and we expect grace, then I would ex- I believe that he also deserves grace. I believe Mm-mm. that people deserve compassion and grace. He didn't murder someone. He didn't um, molest someone. He didn't like, you know, do something so heinous and so unforgivable that he should not receive grace. We have all done. And when I say, I don't also, I don't hold him to a higher standard than any other man. He's just a man. None of us are perfect. I don't know if he's, he's 50 something years old. I hold him to the Mm. standard that I would hold every other 50 something year old professional in their field. Meaning if my fiance and I go to an event, he's a professional in his field. He's due to receive an award and he acts a fool. I'm holding him to the same standard that I will hold Will Smith to in, in that, in the realm in which they operate. I don't know. Um, I, I, the whole thing to me is, is the fact that he is a 50 year old man. Um, he knows the type of environment that he's in. He embarrassed another black man. Now, 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 that being said, Concrete, had he went up and slapped Jim Carrey ass, he probably deserved some grace then. You know, well, you know but, that, that's my problem too. He slapped another black man. I have a Yeah, and so. Things true at the same time. I can think that his behavior was absolutely deplorable, but also understand that he's human. And I am a person who literally, one of my top principles of, of how I operate is compassion i I treat people with compassion because that's how i want to be treated yeah i want to be treated with compassion too honey but um the fact that you know better you know what this this type of event entails you know what it's like to receive an oscar you know what it's like to not be nominated you know what it's like um for somebody to win um then the fact that you embarrass chris rock you embarrass chris rock who tells jokes about everybody um nah you know i'll say that he deserves some down the line but for right now no he needs to eat that shit he needs to eat it and he should be embarrassed about it he should feel disgusting who are are we to say that somebody doesn't deserve compassion for like like i smacked somebody too and i had to have compassion for that i put my hands on somebody wrongfully and i had to receive compassion for that and thankfully they forgave me i think the only person that could say that he doesn't deserve compassion is the person who he assaulted the rest of us like literally we just simply witnessed something and yeah it's unfair for us to hold him to this you know impossible standard it's not an impossible standard it's a a man having some self-control self-respect self-awareness being aware of his environment being aware of that situation being aware what that situation would look like being aware of how chris rock would feel being aware that that is in in, somebody for somebody a black man to go slap another black man you know how many people think would would have got shot over that shit like no i do know it but i you know i I literally it's easy for me to like i'm I'm very empathetic to my people literally i've done stuff on this platform curse somebody out and had to come back and be like i apologize like i didn't i didn't realize that i misunderstood what he was saying if i can apologize and 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 desire for my apology to be accepted and he did make a public apology um not immediately after but the following day made a public apology to um uh, Chris Rock as well and talked about you know like I feel like the, my, my issue is this um, Will Smith I you said something uh, pointed you said that Will Smith um, 
you you talked about the fact that you know he talk, highlighted the fact that he's a simp. I think that Will Smith that that like literally in his um, autobiography he talked about feeling like a coward growing up because he couldn't do anything when his mom was being abused. I think that he has some unhealed trauma and unresolved trauma that he has not dealt with. And I do think that like in that moment he wanted to be proved that he's a masculine man and can defend his woman i know for me that wouldn't happen because my man's masculinity is always on display he don't have to prove it to anybody i felt like will felt like he had to prove his masculinity especially with jada you know crushing on tupac and you know all the things that she says about Pac. And he probably feels like i don't really compare to him so he did something completely and utterly stupid and went up there and smacked that man and you know He's yeah, and, and it was something else. Um, the difference is we come on a YouTube platform and we've taken shit and we, we, we've given it back. Um, to me, those situations are two way, 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 two, two totally different things. Um, and yeah, I'm sure we've hurt people's feelings and we've, we've done, we've made mistakes in life. And I'm, I'm not saying that, um, he he never deserves to like he should have to continuously um live that down and that should be like a career ending thing but but he definitely needs to be held accountable for this situation currently currently now i'm not saying that uh you know like strip him of everything he's ever done but he definitely needs to be accountable for this situation um, to be honest, I, I I don't feel like he deserved an Oscar. I feel like um, he made spirit of acting. It had yeah, but 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 what I'm saying is, if you have caused so much freaking disruption, and you caused you caused uh, another black man an embarrassment, you overshadowed everybody else who worked their asses off to get there over your bullshit over over the shit that you haven't resolved over the shit that you have trauma with if jada over there sitting over there doing a goddamn red table talk and all they talking about is healing and um alopecia and uh, uh, having affairs bitch handle your fucking husband take care of him the fact that you sitting over there rolling your eyes and sucking your teeth and that man felt like he had to go and physically assault somebody because your ignorant ass was feeling some type of way. Yeah, they got more issues than the law allow. That Oscar, uh, him slapping the taste out of Chris Rock mouth. He didn't give a fuck about nobody else's Oscars. He didn't give any, a, a fuck about anybody else doing any hard work to get there. It was all about him and her. And so if it becomes to a thing to where it's all about him and her, strip that motherfucking Oscar away. You don't deserve that. I vehemently disagree with that. That man Oscar should not be stripped away. Harvey Shit. Weinstein has had 80 something Oscars. In His the shit should be gone years, too. And literally they His shit should be gone too. Convened a uh, 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 um, convened a council to review whether or not that man um, Oscar should be gone. His Oscar was on his acting merit, not on his um, consequential uh, a slap to uh, Chris Rock. I do not think that his Oscar should be stripped. And when we talk about accountability, literally him owning up to it, that is accountability. We him owning up to it the next day. You yes, slapped a man. You slapped this dude on on probably one of the most important nights of his life. You slapped this dude on national TV, a show that's seen around the world by hundreds of millions of people. 
hundreds of millions of people you went and slapped this man all upside his head you didn't even have the fucking uh sense to apologize right then and there you apologize to the academy you ain't even have enough respect for that black man to apologize to that black man right then and there you waited the next day to issue a fucking statement yeah take that shit away that's what you know that that like that meets the definition of accountability yeah it's accountability no no um, let me let me just say this it, it shows accountability after your PR team and got on your ass and told you get somewhere and sit your ass down and you need to apologize to that man. That's the accountability. It wasn't no real I damn accountability. I won't disagree with that, that, that he absolutely didn't. There was not a meeting of the minds with his management and PR team. Despite that, that his actions met the definition of accountability. We want him to be accountable in the way that we want him to be. By stripping the man of his accolades, by canceling him and never allowing his movies to be I ain't say that. Again. I'm not talking about you. I'm just speaking in, in a general sense. Um, you know, by, by, you know, uh, finding him by, by, um, you know, having him sued by having him jailed. Like I've heard all different types of things as it relates to the type of accountability that we think he should face, but it ain't up to us. Yeah. So you, you don't think that what type of accountability was his apology good enough for you? To be completely honest, I'm like this. Um, I think that Chris Rock should determine the level of accountability that he wants him to suffer. But if it were me, um, his apology in and of itself would not uh, be enough for me. Um, I wouldn't, <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not saying it in the sense that like, I, I'm not the type of person that's out for blood. I'm just not a like mean spirited person like that. I'm very forgiving, but I do want to be able to process my feelings around things. So as a result, um, you know, you can apologize. We would have to sit down. For sure, it, like, you know, if I were a guy, it would be a man-to-man sitting. We got to sit down and talk talk about this because it's not something that's going to go away by you putting an apology out on your Twitter page. Then, that's wait a minute. Wait a minute, Concrete. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Not only did he not apologize that night, that nigga was turned up at the goddamn Oscar party. What? <laughs> turned up. His woman, like Jada, I felt like she felt like she treated him like he was her hero. She touched his head. She should have. Yeah, like, so she was like, baby, you did a good thing, you know? Yeah, she would with her toxic ass, but. His will will be canceled or his his career will be impacted by this? Um, no, no. I think uh, he sucked enough penis in Hollywood to get to where he needs to go. I said it. Okay, so. Allegedly. I don't think that he'll be canceled, but I do think that his career will be impacted, too, like at least temporarily. I think yeah, temporarily, of course. Not they literally be waiting for something to happen with one of us. Child, so if they if they forgave Harvey Weinstein and Woody Allen and uh, Hugh Hefner, they don't have the same set of rules that they apply to us that they, they work under. So they, you see, they they literally are acting like this was the worst thing they've ever seen, and it's like. You know, I see people slapped all the time, but no, no, I'm I'm joking. But at the same time, he was wrong, and we we agree on that. I think that we just, you know, maybe disagree on some of the subsequent points that we talked about as a result of his wrong behavior. But he was absolutely wrong. Shout out to Eugene Steele. He says the 2022 Oscars was the first time 
that the Oscars was directed by a black man. I wonder what went on in his mind. Um, shout out to Will Packer, but yeah. you know, all that shit was overshadowed. Um, yeah, baby. <laughs> they was calling it Jerry Springer. Listen, honey. Um, Death Bracer, we're not competing with Tough Talk. Um, I think that my uh my co-host probably doesn't under doesn't know that we have a show an ongoing show at this time every Wednesday. And so, there's no biggie. Um he's doing his thing. Shout out to Recognize Game over there on Tough Talk uh <laughs> discussing some pro black issues, you know, concrete ass uh going to probably run over there and leave me over here. <laughs> but yeah. I'm like, what's it, what, you know, they, they usually be, you know, you know how messy our chat is. So I listen, honey, <laughs> I've been waiting know. on them. I'm here. So, for <laughs> um, what was I about to say? So let me ask you this. Um, I guess I, I feel like that, that's why I say like, he's human. Like, you know, Will literally has been a choir boy. He literally has done nothing wrong. Uh, I am more offended that, you know, he did this and humiliated another black man. And I see Chris Rock is taking his sweet time as it relates to hmm. how he wants to respond. And I'm not mad at that. I would want to fully process my feelings about this and kind of wrap my head around everything that happened before I move forward and issued a statement or did anything surrounding it. But, um, you know, the thing is, I think that, you know, Will, I, I liken this to my, my comments on a previous show when I talked about Black men not being able to have mental breaks, Black men not being given grace um, in relation to um, them, you know, having a, 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 a moment where they break down. I think that what we saw was a mental break. Mental breaks take on many, many forms. And um, as a result, I, I feel like, you know, Black men, you know, we look at Kanye West, we look at, you know, um, Tyrese, we look at other Black men in media and in entertainment. And when they've had mental breaks, although those mental breaks have been in various different ways, literally they've been ridiculed. Now, Will Smith is being ostracized by a sect of Black people who feel like you know you know to hell with him because he he effed up and um I, I think that that's wrong like my 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 comments about giving him grace like a lot of it stems from the fact that I believe that that was a mental break that that was his breaking point literally that was simply the straw that was gently placed on the camel's back and it broke it and I think that black men need to be given a space to f up to black men need to be embraced in the community to be like damn we got your back that's effed up what you did we check them we tell them check them hard that's effed up what you did I don't appreciate what you did that can never happen again but you ain't out of the fold because you because of your actions. We we ain't turning our back on you because of what you did. You had an effed up moment, and you know what? Um, I'm not. I wouldn't. I'm not necessarily tripping on that. But the whole thing is, um, it's hard for me to have grace with somebody who <laughs> doesn't necessarily give a f when the shit is going down. Um, homeboy went and party and turned up. You hear me when I say he was turned up. Homeboy was turned up after after party. Homeboy issued a statement the next day 
The homeboy issued a statement to the Academy that night. He apologized to the Academy that night. Um, yeah. The fact that he didn't come forth and apologize to Chris Rock. Chris Rock should have been the first name that came out of his mouth. But he didn't do that. He but went and turned up. He went and had him a good time. He went and got drunk. They snorted all the coke. They did oh what God. they did. Uh, the kids. The ki Wait a minute. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. The kids all up on Twitter talking about that's how we do. He over there yeah. grabbing the air and shit. No, he don't get no damn grace for right now. Eat the, it, take that damn well, Emmy. Uh, what or do you Oscar. say when you pissed off? You tell me to give you a minute. Like maybe that's how he processed. Like we don't know. And I see a lot of people talking about, you know, uh, what he did and how it met the definition of assault and yada, yada, yada. Like you guys do understand because I'm seeing, oh, you know, uh, 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 the freedom of speech, a person can say what they want. Now, I'm not saying this about what Chris Rock said because I don't believe that this applies to what Chris Rock said. But there is a thing called fighting words. Legally, there are jurisdictions that have a crime called fighting words where certain things that you can say can evoke a, a, a physical response in someone and literally they may not face any criminal charges for going upside your head. So let's not act like there's no words in the in the stratosphere that a person can say that will result in a physical altercation. We know that that ain't how things roll. Like literally being black and seeing how things play out in black communities, we know that there are certain things that are off limits and not what Chris Rock said. I'm not even talking about that. I'm off that. But I'm saying that there are certain things that you cannot say to someone because it will evoke a physical response and the law could possibly be on that person's side. Yeah, child. Uh, no, I don't know what to tell. Yeah, what are you talking about? I said I was not talking about what he said. Here you go saying that those aren't fighting words. What aren't fighting words? Because I haven't even given you an example. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm gonna read the super chat. Shout out to Better Future. He says, I wonder if our understanding of white people is taking a new shift to believe that white men protection is for black people. That white men protection is for black people. Has history been wrong? Hmm. Mm. We're gonna get off into it. Listen. I, I, I don't think it has, and we will <laughs> Listen. Uh, actually get off into it. And I'm gonna tell you why when we do. Shout out to Jay the Conqueror. He says, is telling your daughter Tupac was better? Fighting words? Mm. Mm. <laughs> Jay the Conqueror likes, you know, like y'all like to play games. I don't believe that that would constitute fighting words. Um, I didn't see the red table talk where people were saying that Willow was like insinuating that she wished Tupac was her dad or something like that. Man, I would have slipped. Um, she got listen. <laughs> You know, and, and it's a damn shame because I was telling somebody earlier that everything Will Smith has done has been overshadowed by the problems that he had with these bitches. Mm. These bitches didn't made, didn't, didn't really... Jada's these bitches. See, oh, see these bitches. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, the fact that everything that Will Smith has accomplished in his career is now relegated back to what Jada did, what Jada said, how Jada was getting slawed out. Um, Jada was over there taking a little boy, talking to a little boyfriends. Like, come on. Poorly on Will, but I'm gonna say this. Um, like. 
they got an open marriage. Like, I do think, like, I know you said something earlier about, you know, most men and how they wouldn't be able to take it. That's what he agreed to. It's clear that Jada wear the pants in the family. It's clear that she's the alpha. But Child, she wear the pants, the boxes, the drawers. She wear it all. That is her husband. He's chosen to stay with her because he said, literally, I just listened to, like, 30 minutes before I jumped on the air, I just listened to him say in a recent interview that there has never been any infidelity in his marriage. They were separated. She took advantage of a poor, unassuming young man that was friends with her son. But nonetheless, she did not cheat on Will. Y'all, like, I, did, you, did you look at the thing that I sent you on um, Facebook? Yes, I did. <laughs> Listen, mm. like, people are doing that type of stuff. And it's like he was oh, he was he said he was dating somebody else at the time, too. But it does reflect poorly on Will. Yeah. Every time you think of Will Smith, you're not going to think of Independence Day. You're not going to think of men in black. You're not going to think of any of those things. You're going to think about Will uh, slapping the shit out of somebody else. You're going to think about uh, Jada messing around with August Alsina. That's what you're going to think about when you think of Will Smith. Now, the first things that come to your mind aren't going to be his accomplishments. And that should say something. But, you know, baby, big Jada over there chilling and minding her business, honey. Big Jada over there uh, running it up. So, you know, they said they're going to do another red table talk further yeah, embarrassing Will's ignorant ass. It is what it is, you know. Don't take the red table out the house at this point. Take it out. Throw it out. Baby, he signed up to simp. I don't even know what to say because... Yeah, it's, it's pretty sad. It's sad. Time, like, I, I feel like, you know people regarding her having alopecia we don't know how that has impacted her self-esteem and what you know what she what she how she may be gaslighting will behind the scenes and making him feel like okay i need a protector and you're not him or you're not it and that you know is possibly what could have resulted in his erratic behavior but um i definitely think that there was something deeper because that uh little joke didn't warrant that response also facts um shout out to mr curlin hey babe he says i want to see will smack any and everyone else that jada takes issue with we know that's not gonna happen had it been somebody bigger and stronger will would have told jada baby you got to calm down you got to relax don't be rolling your eyes jada will would have checked jada had the man been somebody else and had been somebody bigger that's all uh yeah, that's that's true. Uh oh. Is it is that me? Y'all can y'all hear me? Hello? Yeah. Sorry, I kept trying to push yeah, I was trying to push unmute, but I kept hitting my, my cam, but you can't see anything, it's tape over it. Um but what was I about to say? Oh, like, I think that oh, someone was saying, you know, people were questioning whether or not she really has alopecia and someone was saying she can get uh, implants. But literally, uh, alopecia is, uh, you know, an immune disease and it like your follicles are dead. She can't get implants and to, to replace hair that's gone. Like once the follicle like is dead, like you, there's nothing you can do. To she need to get with these at, um, with these Atlanta hairstylists. Oh, um, baby, they can cure anything, and then, and then, 
Listen, all she need to do is, uh, yeah, that's what she needs. She, she needs some miracle drops. Grow them damn edges back. Then, you know, with the type of money that she got, hell, I thought that was the look she was going for. She could buy her. A, listen, listen. I und You know what? I see why so many black women are taken up for Will, though. I get it. A lot of them hoes have alopecia. Never mind. You know what? Never mind. Um, Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Okay, so <laughs> let me ask you this: If you were um, Chris Rock, what would be the consequences, or how would you want Will to be held accountable? Um, I would want Will's Oscar. I would want Will's Oscar mm. on my mantle. Will's Oscar should be on Chris Rock's mantle, along with an apology, along with a good million, two million dollars. Some so it, it would it it would have to be something um hefty and deep, and I think that Chris Rock is deserving of that. You embarrass that man on national goddamn television, like you embarrass that man, and you meant to embarrass that man. You didn't give a damn. So yeah, I feel like uh. I feel like Chris Rock deserves Will's Oscar. Yep. Mm. Well, I, I, I disagree, but I do think whatever Chris uh, decides, you know, that it's up to him. You know, like he really was the person that was impacted, humiliated. He was the person physically assaulted. And I've always, you know, been under the impression, but it was confirmed that like he doesn't write the jokes like literally he was reading from a teleprompter uh actually no um there's something that came out just a little while ago saying oh. that he actually went off script with that joke oh wow yep. okay i, I thought that, that was interesting i was like well damn all right so then that means he doesn't no i'm just fine um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's wild. How could it's you say he deserved it? I no, get no, no, it. I'm joking. Absolutely joking. Well, <laughs> are we ready to move off into yeah, one more thing? Uh, oh, oh, okay. Let, let's go ahead and cover whatever else before we actually cover the actual topic. Okay. Um, before you do that, what about like everybody saying the stage? Because um, my fiance swear it's stage. Like he ain't even like listen. Like, nah, it ain't even real. Listen, you know, um, y'all like conspiracy. Baby, I, I, if the <laughs> Hollywood does Hollywood things, um, Will Smith is a part of Hollywood, so is Chris Rock. These are both actors. If it came out that it was stage, I definitely would not be surprised. Okay, That's okay. my final answer. Okay. Yeah. Well, let me ask you, I'm going to give you a choice. Do you want to talk about baby daddies and child support or do you want to talk about somebody sliding in your man's DM? I don't have a preference either or whichever one you feel the most passionate about. Um okay, let's go with Black China. Black China made a post on Instagram let me pull up the post for myself real quick because baby i was i was in a state of shock um when we sit over here and talk oh, about man, how these holes huh i said the repo man came and got them cards baby she said that she had to give up three of her cars three of them she said she had to give up three of her cars um <laughs> 
yesterday I had to give up three of my cars, my reasons, morals, beliefs, being a single mother, no support. I'm a mama. Single, no support, no, no support, child support. I think she meant to say no child support. Rob says, Rob Kardashian says, I pay $37,000 a year for my daughter's school. I handle every single medical expense. I pay for all her extracurricular activities. I have my daughter from Tuesday through Saturday. Why would I pay child support? LOL. So uh, I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, okay. You know, so then Tyga says, I pay 40K a year for my son's school and he lives with me Monday through Saturday. Why would I pay child support? Mm. <laughs> this bitch get her child. Listen, do she even got him a good 24 hours before she's sending him back to their daddy? I, I, I mean, I, I can't. I, I, I can't. I couldn't. And I, I sat there in a state of shock when I read that. Um, and it actually comes down to using your children as a fucking bag. She is trifling and fucking disgusting. And I understand that she is a product of Tokyo Tony. I get it. Now. Ooh, listen, that, now, I'm it glad now. you said that because I wasn't even considering that. I get it now. She's a product of Tokyo Tony. Um, stripper begets stripper. Um, stripper mentality begets stripper mentality. And feeling like you're entitled to every fucking thing just because you bore a child. Just because you chose to have a child with um, guys who have money or who are successful. Stripper. Stripper shit. Stripper, stripper ass whole shit. It's whole shit. And it's disgusting. It's it's disgusting to watch. I sat there and I you know how you have to make sure you reading something like, Am I reading this right? Is this bitch just asked will just say that she had to give up her cause um because she is a single mother with no support and the kids ain't even with her ass two days out the week. Listen, ma'am, you should be paying support. What the hell are you talking about? Like, really and truly, she did all that to say, when y'all see my cars being drug away from my home, and like, she was doing that to save face, to make it seem like I'm taking care of these kids by myself with no help, and that's why I got to get rid of my cars, despite the fact that I'm popping that P on OnlyFans. Make it make sense. Popping that P, getting hella bank. Uh, she was selling some weave or some shit at one point. I know she was doing ads. Um, where the money going? How much, yeah. girl? Where is the money going? And right. yeah, because yeah, the, the the dads are saying that they pay for schooling for the children. They have the children. Uh, you know, six seven days out the week. Uh, what you doing with your money? But you know, China do gotta have it. China mm -hmm. gotta have it. So, yeah. Baby, ain't that much coke in the world? Is she fucking? <laughs> that child probably didn't the whole. Is she? Though. Is she El Chapo? I mean, goddamn! <laughs> Just put her face in it like it's baby powder. <laughs> it's a oh, China man. scar face. Listen, <laughs> what's the? Uh, is it Fidel Castro? No, nah, that's not Fidel Castro. Is that Fidel Castro? Oh, 
Who used to deal all the big drugs back in the day that the movie Scarface was, you know, surrounding too? I don't know who was uh who that was. It was it, the it, the, it the, the Hispanic Pablo. guy. He was big. Cast? Pablo Escobar. Oh, That's yeah, yeah, what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah. China Escobar, baby. China got a habit for real. If China running through <laughs> China because... China gonna snort all your coat. Yeah. Listen, China ought to be ashamed of herself. Then you know, you know she had to be high on that shit when she made that damn post because ain't nobody was like, Well, girl, you Yeah. They the baby daddies came right out the wood, were like, uh uh, uh 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 like they slapped their hand, like, uh uh, don't do that. She needed her hand slapped, she needed her face slapped, she needed the coke taken away. She somebody should have snapped slapped the coke out of her nose with that bush. Listen, I'm trying to tell you, but I'm gonna tell you something. I think that like China wanted it like that. Like I think that because she was initially trying to take Rob to court for like twenty or forty thousand dollars a month or something, and she actually dropped her drop motion that she was uh, filing against him and agreed on just fifty fifty custody, no child support. But I think really and truly her ideal situation was for her to not have the kids most of the time them to have the kids and her not to have to be worried about you know taking care of them yeah that shit is disgusting but are we ready to move into yeah, let's, let's our wonderful topic it. let's get off into it black women and the perceived protection of white means mm. Mm, mm, mm. um as you can see in the thumbnail we have the the beautiful uh kbj uh in our thumbnail um and she is being kissed on the forehead an endearing kiss on the forehead by her loving protective husband and it's interesting that we are transitioning into this topic because we just talked about the protection that will was giving quote unquote to his wife um i have seen this picture circulating throughout social media with so many black women giving praise to the husband i saw a whole long form essay written on um how he has supported her how you know he's a doctor a medical doctor so he would come after his night shift in the courtroom and sit in the back and just watch her because he loves to watch her he's always allowed her light to shine brighter than his and you know you could tell like you know he was very emotional during the hearing which was a shit show um and um you know all the women just kind of gloating uh, black women gloating about the protection that um he gave to his wife so first off what, what are your thoughts about that um <laughs> it was cute it was endearing it was sweet it's what a husband would do for his wife on a regular normal basis to me, there wasn't anything special about that. Um, I think that every time a white man does something versus if a black man does something, of course, the white man's ice is colder. So the white man giving a kiss to a black woman on her forehead gave every divestment heifer so much hope mm -hmm. and so much 
comfort in knowing that a dark-skinned black woman was actually being loved by a white man Ooh. out in the public eye. And goddammit, there's hope for all of them. There's oh. hope. Yeah, That's what I think it represented. Um, it's funny that you say that because I would venture to agree. Um, literally, I'm seeing black women basically essentially saying, where can I get me one at? Um, literally talking about... Um, you know, um, kind of highlighting the fact that he's as protective as he is and talking like kind of highlighting the fact that he's as protective as he is and black and they can't even get black men to protect them. I found it to be very interesting because if you, you know, I feel like that's con that would be considered protection in a way, but it would be maybe protection of her mental, uh, not like physical protection, but the protection that we constantly highlight about black men and that black women aren't receiving from black men is generally physical. So if all black women want from black men is a kiss on the forehead after somebody beat them up, whether that's verbally or physically, I'm sure black men will oblige. Like it seems like hmm. black men are being held to a completely different standard because never once, and I've been commenting going back and forth with these chicks on this topic, never once in my lifetime have I ever remembered or recalled where white men in mass gave this, you know, protection to black women. But now they're being held as some sort of hero. And even they talked about um um they talked about Kamala and her husband and how he kind of braced and to, to stop someone who was a, attempting to run up on the stage to for whatever reason and like just kind of using that to say see look white men are protecting us and black men aren't and i just find that to be pretty ridiculous it's pretty ridiculous it's absolutely crazy i think that um they stop worshiping black men to go and worship somebody who does not give a damn about yeah. them um you know y'all talk about us mammy and um y'all the real mammies take off them goddamn capes if you gonna cape somebody cape for your own but y'all done took off one cape y'all done took off one cape just to put it on another one and so then when you talk about the history of america and what what has gone on in america yes. it is absolutely fucking astounding to see anybody picking up a cape and and to say um this man is better or this bandit does this better yada 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 or if he kisses her on the forehead or whatever you know oh let me pick up my cape and say oh you know i wish i had me one of those you then when they glamorize people's relationships that is probably some of the most stupidest shit i have ever seen nobody knows what goes on in behind closed doors true Absolutely. we don't know mm -hmm. um i've seen so many women trying to say oh brad oh brad brad agrees with us about these dusties girl oh brad really loves us brad really loves the the black woman right. child right. and and then i'm sitting there looking at the half the fucking brads that they're talking about aren't even with fucking black women what are the what in the fuck are oh, you saying yeah. but you know i came prepared today right you know i came prepared i got clip I, I i got a clip but before you play the clip i want to say something but go ahead shout out to mr research he says what percent has black women protected black men from hr applications and jobs um thank you so much for that mr research mm -hmm. um shout out to dane c he says it's called the smell of desperation also right 
completely ignoring Cory Booker coming to her defense. Of course they would. He's 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 almost black. Listen, oh my God. I, I've seen a couple people mention it, but I, I wasn't falling for that fake ass MLK speech. But listen, um, I'm saying this. Um, black, I've seen super mediocre clear clear men on um TikTok being praised in the comments literally because they're making these videos saying, Tell me, um, tell me what's a what's a way to indicate that you love black women without saying that you love black women or that you're attracted to black women without saying you're attracted to black women and they'll pull out a bonnet or they'll start trying to like um do some moves to, like, hot sauce out the bag swag. Yes, literally. And the women in the comments like, Yes, Brad, yes. And I'm like, what the hell? This mediocre mess. Like, are y'all, y'all are like easily impressed. What I think is that black women truly feel, a lot of these black women truly feel deep down in their soul that that's how they can attain freedom. They feel like they're in bondage, that they are somehow, you know, still shackled. Um, and as a result, if they get one, that they're going to obtain financial freedom, that they're going to be removed from the hood, that they will be elevated in a way that black men cannot elevate them. And that they will be, you know, receive all of the, the things that they feel like black men are lacking in, that those areas will be fulfilled by them choosing a brag. And that is why they relish, like, I'm telling you, if you look at the comments of, of those interracial videos where there's a black woman and a white man, literally people asking how they, does he have any brothers? How did you meet him? Where can I find one? Where, do, where can I order one off of Amazon? And I'm like, y'all corny and so I do think that they feel they have this white savior complex and hmm. by highlighting the fact that they feel protected in the arms of white men, no matter how, um, how minimal their efforts are, uh, no matter, even if it's just symbolism, um, they're, they're literally that they're uh, proving that they have this white savior complex and, you know, black men can't do anything for them because they'll never be able to fulfill that um, role honey won't be able to listen it is absolutely crazy um this is one of their white brads right here that i wanted to share some of this video with you okay um i was sitting there and i you know a lot of things kind of caused me to be in this damn belief because so it, i have just been resting taking oh, a break shit. hold on now child that's not where we were supposed to go um Hold on. Fair use. Sorry Fair use. about that. I gotta get up out of here, honey. Um, I think that's his name. There he goes. Um, but so I went and you know I've been seeing. Um, let me share the right thing. I'm sorry. Let me stop that. So I I went and I had saw this guy that a lot of women have been referring to in you know when it comes down to these perfect brads and um <laughs> honey what a fucking spectacle that's been mm -hmm. and you know i'm sitting there and i'm like the fucking the bars in hell so you have this guy cohen nanik um so he was like uh some of the things that were interesting to me and this was my personal favorite 
um, is how he's talking about why slavery made certain white men submissive to black women. What? Child? Oh, Lord, play. My personal favorite. Um, <laughs> and, you know, when you sit there and you're watching, it's almost like I was looking at some of these videos in dis fucking belief. Like, is it this fucking easy? Is it really this easy? <sighs> Hold on, child. Read the super chat real quick, concrete. Mr. Z says it's a neoliberal understand and assessment of intimate relationships. It's a market-based view of manhood. White ice, in other words, is colder and is, and they clearly believe that. Not only do they believe it, they are, um, they are, you know, using or actually um, spreading that message to other women, to other black women that essentially happiness lies in the arms of someone who does not look like you. Like literally, and I, 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 when you hear it, it's kind of like, the people in the comments are so unrealistic. They speak as if they don't think that these people have real relationship issues like everyone else. Like they really think no. that like there's like a, 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 you know, some sort of perfection on the other side of, of the rainbow. And it's very idealistic and almost juvenile to a degree. And it's just kind of um, astounding to see. Yeah, honey, let me play some of this video for you. It's not long, so um, I'll play some of it because I, I was sitting there and I was like, are you kidding me? That was me, uh -oh. but listen. ...made them submissive to black women. Now, I've talked about um, submissive white men before, and I've given you a reason why that is, and I'm going to give you that same reason in this video as well, but I'm also going to talk about a different reason. Now, I've talked to uh, a handful of white guys that were submissive to their black women. Uh, two of these guys were in, uh, well, actually, sorry, two of these guys were in relationships with black women, long term relationships. And uh, these other two guys that I talked to, so like about four guys, not a you know, handful of times, or a handful of guys, uh, these other two guys, they were in friends with benefits type or casual type. Right off the back, mm -hmm. he talked to two, mm -hmm. two, yeah, that's uno a, dos. That's, that's two. a good sample size. That's a good sample size. Two, yeah, two of them mm -hmm. that were in relationships with black women, mm -hmm. and then he said, "Wait a minute, one of them was in a situationship with a black woman." Listen. Let me ask you a question because let's you just, can't make this shit up. I'm sorry. Let's go ahead. Straight to it before we go forward. Do you think that that's what black women are looking for? Do you think that black women are going to white men? That part of the reasoning is because they want a submissive partner. You know what? Um, this is the thing. Um, and I, I I can't think of a last time I really had a conversation with a divester, and I don't think I ever have not like an a honest, genuine conversation with them. But I, because and and this is this is the this is the thing, black men have a reputation for being the nicest men on earth. Mm -hmm. Black men, 
not white men. Um, if you go around the world and you actually get out of the Americas and you go to play certain places, a lot of people, white people, and this is from the military. So I'm, I'm going to tell you how, how not bullshit it is. This is from the military. When we would go to Arab countries, um, white people had to have the most protection. They had to be looked after the most because it was they were afraid that people would kidnap white people and do whatever to them, oh, especially yeah. if they had blonde hair and blue eyes. You know, especially like certain countries. Certain countries, I'm not going to say where, but um, they really, um, there's pay that you can receive if you go and marry a man of a certain faith and bear children with him. And it is kind of like a contract. You do have to uh, like submit to like five years. And then if you leave, you cannot take the children um, if you have blonde hair and blue eyes, like still to this day, still to this day. Mm. Shout out to Javon Thompson. He says, bring a divester on for an SBE interview. Oh. Honey, we looking, we looking, you know, um, I thought I had one, but child, she showed her ass and we, she a little crazy. But when the bar has been set this ridiculously low, oh my God, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing as hell. And I, you know, I'm having like secondhand cringe uh, for ladies that divest that actually wear the capes for these type of men. Cause I don't think all of them wear the capes, but when it comes down to certain act, like this shit is ridiculous, but let me keep playing. Let me wait. What did you say? So you said you do think that black women want a submissive partner. I didn't. Hear uh, wait, wait, wait. You know what? I never did answer the question. Okay, okay. I don't think they want a submissive partner. I think most heterosexual black men want a man that's masculine. They want men that know how to fix things. They want men that love on them right. They want a man that knows how to talk to them. They want a man that mm. they can have a friendship with. They want a man that can teach them something. They want a man that um has stable employment um has his shit together i think majority of women want that the problem with most black women is they want that shit in a specific package from black men but when it comes down to the white boys the the bar isn't set that high you know um i i i think that I think that black women are confused. I think that black women in most instances want someone that they can run over and that they can tell what to do um, because that's what they're used to seeing. And that is kind of their expectation and how they believe relationships work. But I think that intrinsically um, that we thrive better in relationships where, you know, the role of the man is to lead. Um, but I don't think that they're, necessarily going out and looking for somebody that's a pansy that that's just submissive and like quote unquote weak um but i find it interesting that for some reason he's saying this like he thinks it's appealing to black women but we we can listen this shit was crazy as hell i'm like am i am i watching <sighs> let me keep playing relationships so this first type of guy that um that does it that is submissive um, for them, it's just, uh, yeah, it's just a, kind of like a fetish kind of thing. Uh, or it just maybe like uh, they like the feeling of a woman uh, doing this to them. It doesn't mean that they're submissive in daily life. 
but it's just uh, maybe just a, a bedroom thing. But then again, it may also be that they are submissive in life. This is too far ago, or too long ago, too far back, too long ago, uh, that I know the details of. But it may be that they have, they were ashamed of uh, admitting this to me. I mean, uh, white guys don't, uh, how do you say that, give up all their secrets uh, to me either. So uh, now this other uh, group of guys, they actually, I mean, if I, like, I'm not saying they have white guilt, but I, um, it, it might be something like that. Um, very much akin to that, because what they do is they, they look. So what you did here was something about them having a fetish for black women and it's you're fetishized. That's one thing. Then you have somebody who feels guilty and then they feel like they should show you a certain amount of whatever because they feel guilty. And then when you actually talk about real love and real relationships and how you should be treated in relationships, relationships require um submission and i'm not gonna necessarily it's, it's a hard thing to say because i think that men and women submit to each other in different ways i agree in different ways totally different ways mm -hmm. totally different ways but if you have somebody that is guilted into a certain position and you're not actually receiving the love attention and care and thoughtfulness out of that relationship due to somebody just loving you and wanting to be with you that's a problem so now they want to guilt the motherfuckers into loving them and so then if you feel guilty and you choose to get with me because you feel guilty and you're submissive to me because you feel guilty about some shit then that's not even genuine in itself right, right. The thing is, I think white guilt is uh, a real thing. I think that there are people, white people, who feel guilty about the atrocities that have been committed against our people. And as a result, they, you know, give back in various ways. <laughs> I think that for some of these men, what he's describing, it's almost like, the, like a form of reparations that they're giving back to the Black community by... Um, being submissive in a relationship to a black woman. I find it interesting. I've never heard anyone speak about the white guilt in relation to relationships. So yeah, I, I find that to be I thought the white guilt was, girl, I, I, I was like, are you, are you kidding me, dog? Yeah, I, I got to hear what he's going to say regarding if, if he probably won't touch on it to go too deep. But um, yeah, I find that interesting. Let's go. Oh, and shout out to you. Thank you for the super sticker child. The chat been light. Mm -hmm. Girl, mm. they, they playing. They playing. Mm. That's why I asked be going. Listen. Mm. Look at his right. It's one guy, for example. The other story I can't really remember. I just remember the um, what he looked like and stuff. But this one guy talked to me and he said that he just he felt bad about the history of our peoples. And he, uh, you know, got kind of traumatized by all the uh, you know the misdeeds of white people uh, during slavery. I actually got traumatized too. I, actually, two hours ago, I read a story about, um, well, I probably shouldn't mention it, but the word buck came in front. I didn't know, so I started reading, and uh, you know, that, that, that traumatizes me, and it, it makes me feel guilty, even though I know that it wasn't me uh, who was in that time. It still makes me feel, well, not guilty, I should say. I should say um, ashamed. It makes me feel, you can already hear in, in, in my voice how it fluctuates that this is it's it's affecting me and i um like i mean i can act a lot of things but <laughs> voice fluctuations i i cannot act so not like this so it it, it um you know, i realize that it kind of exposes me or uh, makes me look uh, very vulnerable but i, I want and you see that he is still not necessarily talking about what the actual video was about 
up because I didn't hear anything about fucking slavery. I heard about white guilt, but I don't necessarily hear a full acknowledgement of shit that white men and white women did back in the day. I don't hear any real, you're talking about fluctuations. And like I said, if it's this goddamn easy, if it's this goddamn easy. The thing is, though, he is not going to, um, first of all, white people are uncomfortable talking about the atrocities committed against our people. But um, so he's not going to talk about it in depth. However, um, he is like him trying to say like he's traumatized by it. This is like why they don't want CRT taught in schools because they are concerned about that white guilt and what that would do and if that would impact you know other white people, young, um, you know white millennials and younger to kind of give away their fortune that they worked so hard to steal from black folks. But mm. um, so like I think that that's kind of like they they are concerned and I think you know it's possible because literally if you go to the Smithsonian and read like some of like the actual slave stories and slave narratives, you will be shocked by some of what you will hear. And I can believe that it could evoke an emotion in someone. Um, but like, do you really feel that you're repaying for, you know, you're, you're, you're there's some form of reparations by you getting in a relationship with a woman from that culture and being in a submissive, submissive position to her? Because I think that that's a crop of, you know what? Honey, listen, yeah, that. I want you to see the effect that this has on, on white guys. So uh, this guy, um, from what I could gauge, what I could, uh, you know, I, I keep doing his hand movement, but you guys can't see him. So, uh, but from what I could, could get or guess from this or guesstimate from this guy was that he, he felt some kind of guilt or he felt um, he felt bad. And he felt ashamed of, of being a white person. So then what they do is they, for them, it's not really, um, I think so much a, a fetish or like a fantasy thing, but for them, it's like, okay, we both know the history. like. I know this black woman knows. Let's just uh, let, let 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 me show her that it's not the exact what he said to me, but it's it's along these lines. Let me show her that um, it can also be the other way around. Let me show her that I'm not this dominant race, or that I that I adhere to this dominant race, even though you know, quote unquote, or I shouldn't even say quote unquote. I'm not like avoiding the words. I just don't like to say dominant race because, but you know, maybe that's just me being in denial. Hmm. Well, it white people. <laughs> Listen, you know what? Though I, I, I have to ask. Yeah, he says a mess, but I have to ask. <laughs> you know what I'm really saying, quick. girl? Do you think that? Do you think that if a black woman knows that literally this white man who she's in relation with um, is being submissive to her because of his white guilt? regarding you know what happened to our people um that she would give a damn like or do you think that she would that would invalidate the relationship for her or do you think they wouldn't give a damn i think it depends on the woman if you are uh quote unquote with the cape on and somebody comes and blows smoke up your ass and you like the smoke then you're just gonna take it as your ass being blown with smoke and i think that a lot of a lot of them actually enjoy that um if you have somebody with some goddamn sense and they really like the guy and the guy told them that he was getting with them for white guilt and he was treating them a certain way because he felt guilty um i i still 
I really don't know. I actually think that the majority would stay. Would stay. I, I don't know. I, I don't think it would yeah. be a factor in anything. Oh, he just feels, yeah. oh, Brad just feeling guilty. Well, Damn. you know, let me see how guilty he really feeling. Um, But yeah, I, I don't know. It, it sounds... A lot of them do believe that uh a lot of them are in it for the bag and they gonna stay you know they don't give a damn like okay that if it's your guilt that's got you giving me your your platinum card and letting me you know blow bags and like who cares uh right some of them might be moral and be like oh no but a lot of them won't give a damn right um shout out to mr research tv he says this proves whites easily weaponized undisciplined mouths of black women and verbal phrases created by 80 percent of black women he's been on youtube eight years now still not married to mr research i was going i was going i was going where is this man's black woman where is she if they're so wife? fucking great and they're so beautiful and they're so wonderful, how come he has not wiped one of you motherfuckers up? Why? If he's so if, if they're so great and he loves them so much, what's stopping him from wiping one of you up? What's stopping him? Y'all goods black women. Y'all ain't running around with the hood with Tyrone and Ray Ray and them. Y'all then went and got y'all's education and y'all smart and y'all fun to be around and you fit feminine and submissive. Why this dude ain't wiping y'all ass up? What's the problem? What's the problem? Yep. Shout out to Javon Thompson. He says, so he's plowing black women because of white guilt. <laughs> Listen, hmm. um, plowing their brains said, out. No, I don't think so. I doubt it. Um, listen, Shout out to D-Mac. To ding, 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 ding. He's pumping and dumping like we are. Uh, listen, <laughs> listen, listen. Child, I can't. The man said he don't want to call it the dominant race because he feels uncomfortable with saying right. dominant. He but right, he, he said he was in denial. We are. He said we are the dominant race. Child, listen. I think he was saying he he, he was talking about his race when he was. Talking yeah, about he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was saying mm-hmm. his race is the dominant race. Absolutely. His race is the dominant race, but you know what's so fucked up. Let's continue watching the video because, yeah, let's All do right. that. The largest dominant race there, I said it. So, but that's what, what, what he just, he wanted to, uh, you know, show his woman that, that, that is not necessarily um, where he came from. Now, I don't know if this black woman uh, accepted this about them or he didn't talk about that. Um, you know, some women get really turned off by that. Some women get a kick out of it. Actually, I mean, some black women. But <clears throat> I said women because. In the back of my mind, I also know that there are white guys who, uh, you know, who say this to white women, and I'm sure that there are black guys who say this to, to white women too, for different reasons. You know, I'm not speculating the reasons, but uh, different reasons. So, so yeah. Um, now, are there any other reasons? I can't think of any right now. It's just that that one, that first reason, uh, I already explained in the video, and I was thinking about this this afternoon because of a comment I saw. I thought, oh, I can make a video about that, and, and you know, a lot of these videos maybe not really 
or a lot. I mean, some of these videos may not really be what black women are looking for, um, but there are always black women out there and there are always white men out there that have specific questions and having almost 800 videos on this channel. Um, it's just for completeness sake, you know, that, that information being available uh, may, be a, may be a good thing, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know what it is with me and my voice, but in the morning. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't go on to say anything okay. else, but this I is think the... this is a ploy. It's a ploy to make women, black women think, oh, okay, black white men are going to be submissive to y'all, so more black women will come, so he can get find more black women that's law. My my thing that I the problem that I have with all of it, the fact that he's not with a black woman, the fact that he knows that he can tell y'all whatever, he can tell y'all whatever, mm -hmm. and. <laughs> tell y'all whatever y'all go and he's able to capitalize off of that he knows he can tell you whatever and you'll go you'll believe anybody who who gives you praise and not saying that everybody isn't worthy of praise or you know that some black women aren't worthy of praise because some of us definitely are but the fact of the matter is is that this man isn't being isn't showing what he's proving it there, show your work where's your proof at um and I he's agree. not I able agree. to show you anything but blow smoke up your ass and get paid and when people see that when when guys like this see that um they don't do anything but further victimize you to a certain degree and make you out to be the be a dumbass that mm -hmm. that's what it looks like you you yeah. look crazy you look I, crazy i, I agree I, I think that really and truly um he's talking about the nuanced situation that we don't really know if there's any truth to what he's saying or not i think it's content i think um you know for a, a white man who is interested in sleeping with black women by saying these types of things that will increase your chances to do so um I, I, to be completely honest, because you highlighted the fact that black men are the nicest men, I think that that's interesting. And I, I, you know, I've heard that in this space. I don't know what data there is to support that, aside from people giving their own personal um, experiences with women who talk about them being nicer than white men. I think that there is a difference in the way black men and white men handle things. I think that black white men, if you think about white patriarchy, and when I think about all of my uh, all of my instances in corporate america working with white men they are dominant in the way that they lead but they are not um abrasive or anything like that it's almost like they're dominant like they insult you as if you're beneath them whereas of course black men don't do that but black men are assertive when they're upset about something and or don't have a problem putting you in their your place. But I think that white men operate as if they're in a leadership role in every facet of their lives. And that's why some believe that, you know, black men are, quote unquote, nicer um, to them um, because, you know, we're not the dominant um, we're not the dominant race in this country and as a result you know black men typically don't operate like they are leading the patriarchy um so i think that that's a difference in maybe the behaviors but i think that i haven't really come across many white men who are submissive now i like i said i think that the way in which they handle conflict and or check 
a, a black woman versus the way in which a black man checks a black woman is going to differ. Um, but they will still, you know, put you in your place and let you know who's quote unquote boss. Mm, so true. Um, shout out to Freedom is Gold. He says, check your email. Um, thank you. I did. I would have to forward it to my other email, but I, I actually want to save that and do something for a different day. Um, shout out to Kenyatta XL. He says, you guys are making some great points. Thank you so much for that. Um, Kenyatta and shout out to Javon Thompson. He says, oh, I get it. His mission is to atone for the sins of the past Bradleys. One nappy dug out at a time. I applaud his humanitarian efforts. When was the last time you heard nappy dug out? Like, stop it, Javon. Child, it sounds so 70s and so <laughs> rough. Listen. Mm, mm, mm. But um, I'm getting ready to drop the link mm -hmm. in case you guys want to come up. Yeah, I do want to say one other thing while you're doing that. Uh, I just find it interesting that somehow uh, black women are managing to lift white men up in an effort to talk about, highlight the protection that they receive from white men. When in a way, if you think about the fact that this is a white male patriarchy, that uh you know dominates <laughs> our society come on black, concrete listen black women can weaponize the white man so maybe in a sense i get what they're like maybe figuratively but not like you know it, not literally white men are not stepping in front of a, a gun to, to protect black women white men are not you know jumping into the running to the defense of black women that does not happen we don't see that literally you're lifting up the the, the purveyors of, of patriarchy and white supremacy, which black women have indicated that they find problematic, literally the, gr the group that's responsible for the disenfranchisement of black people and saying that they protect us, like make it make sense because it doesn't. That's exactly where I was going with it. Um, you're talking about a race that has had power, has had power over you, mm -hmm. your family, your kids how you um the schools that you go to mm -hmm. the the well, streets that you drive schools. down absolutely um if you notice if you go to certain gentrified places and your the neighborhood where your black ass stay at is rough you got mm -hmm. potholes all over the damn place you could barely drive down the street good without hitting a pothole um your children aren't being protected your children can barely get uh good books let alone ipads and macbooks i'm trying to tell you literally there's no there hmm. they have sub they literally passed down the books that, that the old used books from schools in white districts and white areas to the black districts whereas they're yep. receiving um actual ipads that they take home every day and your kids got raggedy books like literally these school districts are begging for you know um resources i, I talked yep. to someone who like lives in a very nice home in, in fulton county in a pretty decent area but it's an all-black school their kids don't even have soap in the bathrooms and she was like i don't want to i send know my you kids lying back. i promise you this she said i don't want to send my kids back to school because my concern about covid is that i know kids aren't washing their hands and stuff because they never since the inception of her not since the inception of the school but since her children started attending that school they never have soap in the bathroom she says she sent her kids to school with sanitizer but kids need soap and water to wa water to wash away germs and yeah. literally she was accepting that as i'm like no I will put up a big stink about that. You own a uh, $800,000 home in that 
area and pay taxes to that school district and they won't provide soap for the kids to wash their home like that part sense, you know but literally they receive the 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 you know scraps from white school districts and there is the people in charge of the very system that's responsible for this you're hailing them as some sort of you know principles of protection for black women make it make sense Absolutely. Um, welcome. Let me read the super chat first. Shout out to Freedom is Gold. He says, I sent a video of a white man admitting he is a horrible person and black women over praising him despite plenty black people that are better. Um, like I said, Freedom is Gold. I definitely want to review that video at a later on a later day because this isn't going to go away. Um, the problem that I have with a lot of the space is every time they can find some white man to co-sign them um, and praise them, then everybody's posting this white man up like he is the second fucking coming of Jesus. And I think it is absolutely ridiculous. I think they look stupid. They talk about us being mammies over here, but bitch, at least we mammies to motherfuckers that actually like us. Um, and as opposed to somebody trying to blow smoke up our asses, we got our Derek Jackson. Y'all got <laughs> Nanik Cohen and Cohen ain't doing nothing but getting to check off y'all ass too. Y'all need to check that shit. That shit is embarrassing. Anywho. Hey, Mr. Z, what's going on? What's going on, ladies? Uh-oh, <laughs> what's God. good, Mr. Z? I'm scared oh, to ask. You know, I've seen this dude before, and I know what um, video the other brother is referencing with the chubby white dude sitting in his room talking about he went on a date with yeah. his sister. And yeah, I know what video he's talking about too. I've seen that also. And there were also, um, Shay, um, Charday put up a couple of tweets, maybe, maybe about three weeks ago where white dudes, and it was, this one was the funny one. Dude said, why is it the radical women, radical black women, radical black feminists always got a white, a white spouse. And it was a white dude that said that. I was like, Ooh, <laughs> mm, wow. got it. Wow. Got the ass. And it's true. The sisters walking around here, <laughs> dreaded up with the with the nose ring, <laughs> you know, and 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 then they got a white white boyfriend or whatever. So it it what it is it is, and like I said in the comment, it is a neoliberal assessment of relationships, right? So black men are just not good enough, period, because of your socioeconomic position, because of your blackness. It's not just your money; it's simply because you do not have white skin. And I said this on a bunch of different channels, and I say it here. We have to investigate how black women use anti-blackness. How does anti-blackness show up in black women, right? And because we have a language for it for black men, but we, we have not developed a language for how anti-blackness shows up in black women. Mm. Both educated and non-educated, light skin to dark skin, heavy set to, to slim, it doesn't matter class position. How does anti-blackness show up in black women? In this pining for these, these white men, who you think are going to put you in the real housewives of Orange County lifestyle when really most Ooh. white men are living Roseanne, like we've said before, most white men are living the Roseanne life. Mm. They not live in real housewives of Orange County. Mr. Z when, Right, like when you pine for these men, when you beg the colonizers of the planet for to, to take you on as a wife, right, and to breed you, let me be real vulgar with it, to breed you, right? understand that is your form of anti-blackness and if you're okay with them that's cool but whatever comes out of that right when he chad wheelers your ass then don't expect black men to come parachute into the through the ceiling to stop his fist midair right that's oh. one of the major issues we have in this space is and it's not it's it's not just a black woman thing but because we're in this space you know black women but 
this this is like a woman of color pining for white men because they 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 ran shit and they and to a larger large extent they still run shit and instead of fighting that system a lot of people this is not just a woman thing anymore have just given up and said all right i guess they win and i'm gonna just go along with their bullshit yes mr and, and so you got to deal with what comes with that and if that means that you look in the mirror and you hate what you see you can't blame that on black men who created that system right mm. I, I say this all the time we're only 50 years out of jim crow i don't think people understand that yep. we're only 50 years out of jim crow and yet you want black men to build you a condo just in, mm. just admit that you're jealous of karen you're just jealous of karen you're jealous of karen and here's the crazy part karen still divorces brad like you 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 coveting a woman's position that still divorces the man with the money and the status anyway you you coveting a, a woman's position that cheats on her husband with us. <laughs> that that's what that's that's what you want. Mm. Do you even understand how they work over there? They don't. Uh, many of them don't even work or operate off of this love thing. That's why they be cheating on their man with the pool boy. Very true. Or the coworker. Y'all ever thought about that? But you want that position because and I and I'll shut up after this. What you really want is that upper middle class, that perfect professional managerial class lifestyle with the house and the gated community in the burbs, and you want to send your kids to private school so they can look down on other niggas. And you don't want to admit that you want that you want right. Karen's position. You want to be able to call the cops and get somebody killed. You Jada shit. You want Jada shit. <laughs> really? You want Jada? You want you want mm. Jada shit? You want to be able to look at your man and he? Oh yeah, I'll, I'll go kill him. I'll go slap him up for you. And and you think yep. white men are the best man to do that? So that's what it is. It has nothing to do with black men having done. We already, Roger says it all the time. If he, and my dad's a construction worker too, he works with his hands. Do you talking about black men don't build? Black men literally build, like they literally build. If, 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 I, told, if I told you tonight, hey, we're gonna take every black woman out of the house a black man had anything to do with, I don't care if he put the doors up only. How many of y'all would be homeless today? Mm. Right. Mm. So and I'll pause right there. That's my little ramble. I'm sorry, y'all. Go ahead. Mr. Z, you spit you came up here and said it a blaze. You hear me? I am over here clapping, doing my black girl thing. Like, no, he didn't. Yeah. I appreciate honey. everything you hmm. said. You laid it out there. And literally, I'm now questioning, like, are black women are black women actually pushing an anti-black agenda because they are so desperate to live the lives that they, and I'm not talking about all black women, of course, that they believe white women live that they're willing to sacrifice their community and, 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 you know, push this anti-black agenda in order to attain, you know, a, a lifestyle, a certain lifestyle, a lifestyle that they believe that, um, you know, will uh, make life easier for them just like you put it you said it so eloquently you hit the nail on the head with every single point that you laid out and yeah thank you for coming up what what lifestyle that. if i can't be karen if i can't if mm. i can't look at karen and show her my my whatever carrot diamond ring and my bins in the parking lot right if i can't have the corner office if you can't make me ceo while you're owner of the law office mm. then what 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 community what community it, it, it literally is white man's ISIS colder and all this other, it's just, as long as it's not a black man, no, 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 no. It's really white men. Y'all not really trying to go after the Asian dudes. First of all, they don't even see y'all like that, right? Y'all not really, really trying to go after the light. It's, dudes. White it's all it's about Brad. white. It's really about Brad. And I get it because quite frankly, I'm sorry, Asian women and Latina women, they on the same shit. I get it. I get it. I see them footsteps them Asian girls are making. Y'all think y'all hmm. could beat them. I'll end with this. I'll really show up after this. Over 50 years um, since Loving versus Virginia, if white men wanted you, they would have been came and got you. First of all, they would have access to you, right? 
They've been had mm. access to you, but legally they've had access to you since 1967. Ooh. I say this everywhere I go. Mm. If they really wanted you, you would have been the Asian women. You would have been Asian Ooh. women. Ooh. If they really wanted you, because Asian women marry outside their race, American born, excuse me, American born Asian women marry outside their race at 54%, almost exclusively yep. to white men. Right? Yep. So if white men really wanted sisters, and it's, I don't notice, and I said this to um Mr. Research before, I don't go in on black women's weight. I don't go in on their attitude. I don't even go in on their hair. I don't do none of that. I simply say they're too damn anti-black and they're mm. willing to eat. And I said this before, they're willing to eat five, six, seven, eight dollars an hour less to keep their whiteness instead of marrying you or instead of because Biden, Biden and them, they trying to Brazilify America. I don't know if everybody see that. They they're really they're like they're trying to kind of get rid of racism on a certain level, on a certain level. Mm. Right. And Brazilify America. It's the white boys that ain't coming. Them white boys ain't with it. And I don't think y'all understand that. I said it before. When that tape leaked, when he spoke to them supposed black leaders, and he said them bi that biracial commercial line, and then now we see who Kamala's married to, we see who um Kintanji's mm. married to, mm. and let me know this is an agenda, but it's not mm. it's not the white elite. The white elite wants y'all to couple with these non-black men. These non-black men are not interested. And I don't know how you could try to swirl and divest all you want. You could try to kiss the white boy's ass all you want. They get to pipe y'all and leave because they're not sacrificing that a hundred thousand um, dollar um insurance policy from daddy or granddad for your black ass and i'm sorry ladies that's just the way it is i'll pause right oh, there Mr. Z, Mr. Z, Mr. Z, you you said that we need to do an interview with Mr. Z. Now i'm just like i am like my mouth is wide open you you said Girl. that he did. He really did. Um, I'm gonna read the super chats and then Mr. Research. A shout out to Freedom is Gold again. He says off topic, but are black women colorists for just defending light skin will against dark skin? Chris? <laughs> no, he didn't. Like stop. Do you you know what? It, it's it's not beyond. <laughs> it's not beyond. You never Listen. know. I, to be completely honest, I don't put, I, I wouldn't say that it's beyond the pale, but I would say there could be an element of them, you know, find Will is, Will is attractive. He's been seen as an attractive male. He's six foot two. He has a nice build. So there could be some element of, you know, we're attracted to Will and, you know, but most people that, I, to be completely honest, I see an overwhelming amount of black women calling for a Will Smith neck too. So I don't know. Mm. Shout out to Andrew Wilkins. He says, guys, never date a black chick that's been with white men. No matter how fruity a white man is or how bad he treats her, black women will always want them more. Um, thank you, know. you so much for that, Andrew. Honey, you know he was coming through with the fucker. And to Andy's point, though, you hear black women who are in these relationships with white men who literally once like the ish hits the fan and they just can't take it anymore or something drastic happens and they go public, like they literally admit that they've been dealing with being called ninjas and like they admit, yep. but but literally they dealt with it because they didn't want to sacrifice giving up the lifestyle that they covet. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Mr. Research, what are your thoughts? Andrew Wilkes, you are incorrect. It is the black man who takes on the biracial babies. We got YouTube stars who I won't name because I like the two ladies who are now married to black guys from formerly white relationships. So stop the cap. Black men are the issue here. You've been coddling women for over umpteen years. And when you wasn't coddling, your uncles and your dads was coddling them. 
So, you know, it's, it's all to the good. Just accept the fact that Danny probably started off as a re- really good lady. And she probably interacted with one or two terrible dudes. And that's going to be in her book. Hopefully, Mr. Research gets that uh, dedication on there. But, <laughs> but when Danny realized that the sisterhood was in her brain deep, she was looking at all you knuckleheads, all you inconsistent dudes as the standard of dudes. But guess what? It took one decent dude to come along and say, I got you, in the curling voice. And then all of a sudden, the sisterhood dripped from her eyes, and she saw a new day. Because some of you dudes keep this stuff up with these chicks. You don't know how to walk past a chick. You want to poke at chicks. You want to make chicks mad and angry. And guess what? They turn into anti-male speakers. But here's the thing, though. Here's the, here, here's the truth of the matter. We're still not as bad as some of these other cultures. Some of these other cultures are terrible to their women. And this is why dudes got to understand your uncles and dads have been weaponizing little daughters and nieces for a long time. You know, Mr. Z ain't shit. You know, don't even want to take into consideration that Mr. Z is a human and maybe he don't want to deal with your niece's shit. Don't even want to take it. But yet you're going to feed your daughter this 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 imaginary thing where she's always the hero. And everybody else is terrible. We have seen black women get smacked in the head on TikTok by their white boyfriends. On TikTok. While doing a TikTok. Stop Mm. the cap. Mm. Stop the cap. If you ain't researching this, then you don't have the breadth of conversation to be on the panel. The black women present this narrative. Look at what Mr. Z said, and I'm going to stretch it even even farther. The very first case was 1924. In Alabama, they've had since 1924 to get above 4%. Danny, in your book, please write why it's only 4% and the sisterhood never told you that. It's only 4% all this time. It goes down to 38. And then when it rises up to 39, you get all these news clippings. It's on the rise, 2004. Then it gets up to 4.0. And then it goes back again, back down again during the recession, goes down to 3.6. Then 2011 comes back up to 3.8, more news clippings. It's on the rise. It's never been over 4%, maybe 4.1. Never been over 4%. So this, this, this stuff, man, the black woman is easy to weaponize. And then some of you goofball dudes are second. Y'all easy to weaponize too. You refuse to be managers. You refuse to be employers. Oh, what was my question earlier? What percentage of black women have assisted, remember they ride for black men, have assisted black men in their human resources efforts? How many applications was pushed through by great people like uh, uh, C. Rose, who she's only 20%, Danny's only 20%. 80% of women are not riding for black men. They just want to be on the microphone. What is ride for black men outside of getting on the megaphone? Explain that to me. 20% of females that's on the panel. What is is ride for black men outside of stop killing our men? What what, what is riding for black men? Is it going into the workplace, looking around and saying, it's too many white bitches here. We need some black... 
I see Tom is here. I see Asian Eddie is here. I see Gujarati Gandhi is here. Ain't no black men in this office. I am going to march down to my HR representative because you know these goofy black men to do it. Man, we ain't got no sisters in here, man. I, I got to sit up here and go down here and say something about this. Man, uh, we, 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 we need some black women up in here. Happens all the time. Virtually every man has said at the warehouse job where normally you don't see women. Hey, uh, a couple of sisters got turned down for a job and I came in here to HR to make sure that they can work here. Uh, yeah, yes, sir. I know how to bow down. Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Our uncle's been coddling black women for years. We get mad when people like me say this shit. Excuse me for cursing. We get mad, but this, this is the reality. And I'm gonna say this here. That, uh, C. Rose came on a show that I did years ago. I said, C. Rose, only 20% of y'all look good, maybe 30. She said, no, it got to be more than that. I guarantee you ask C. Rose today. She said, yeah, I see this shit. This, this, this is ridiculous. It, but you don't notice it if you're not in these conversations. You just generally assume there's no way Black women are saying this stuff on the slide. And I'm going to end by saying this. We always talk about what happens with SYSBM. We always talk about what happens with a lot of these goofy dudes. You know, uh, I'm down for Manosphere, but now that the money running dry, I'm leaving the Manosphere. <laughs> but, but you know, no, don't you ladies say it. I'll take the beef because if y'all say it, then it's going to be some real drama. But the point, the point that I'm saying on, on my ending thing is it's real funny and inconsistent how these are the same dudes who brought the Cynthia G's on their platform. These are the same dudes. Sure, who made, the these, these are the same dudes who made space for woman's fear and and, and 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 Taz and all these anti-male speakers. But the pick me's need covering. And and y'all had nothing to say. The women who are on your side, as much as as much as Danny Bucks, at least she's on your side. C Rose always been on your side, but yet you'll come over here in this space and you'll you'll be like truck, black truck. Man, no, it's childish, and you dudes create this problem more than you realize. You know, I wanted to back up. I want to back up Mr. Research by saying the reason why I speak the way I speak is because I don't just do research on black people in our situation. I don't only just do research on just America. Right. Um, you know, when 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 um the kind of um herbivore men thing was going on in Japan, I knew that, right? And I saw that could potentially happen here. You know, I know that eight percent of Americans are millionaires, and that's what all their assets added up. You know, I I know that forty percent of Americans can't afford a four hundred dollar emergency. When you put all of that in the pot, I understand that a lot of the reason why the systems sound the way they are they do is because they're starving. <laughs> because they're starving. And so you, you're, you're starving and now you start to sound delusional about what the answer is and what the solution is. And if you could just get away from your blackness. And then what I keep on stressing is, yeah, but then you still end up with extra average ass white dudes. Because if 60% if of Americans can't afford a thousand dollar emergency, do you understand how many of that are men? Yeah, maybe mostly women. It may be majority women better yet, but do you understand how much of that is men? If 80% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck, do you understand how much of that is men? Half of Americans make less than $34,000 a year. Like, so when I, when I talk to sisters, when I read their comments online, when I, and like y'all were saying, the delusional shit they saying, I'm like, yeah, you just don't know what's going on. 
you, you think you can escape it by escaping your blackness. No, actually, you might get into a worse situation. You know, I'll pause right there. Um, wow. Y'all spitting some fire. I, I can tell you that. Um, let me read the super chats really quickly, and then there was something else I wanted to highlight. So Javon Thompson says, referring to white men as zaddy is next level cringe. And I have to agree. I hate hearing that mess. It's... It's equivalent to calling a massa to me. I, I find it disgusting. Um, there was a, another one. Andy says, uh-oh. He says, uh, true, most Black women are like Jada or Erica Badu. They don't deserve to deal with any Black man of any level. Black men have to learn how to deal with Black women correctly. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm interested to know what correctly would be, but I can imagine, um, Andy, I do want to say, though, um, Auntie Wanda said something that I found to be interesting, which I can't find it now, but she was saying that for Katanji, for example, um, that no Black man would have been attracted to her anyway. So I do know that she met her husband at Harvard, where they both attended school, and that's where she started dating him and, you know, whatnot, and they've been together ever since college. Um, I want to know the guy's take on that. Um, because I do think that there are certain black women and there are like, you know, female nerds or kind of what I would call like weird black girls, like gr black girls who are into emo or black girls who are into non-traditional things that are non-traditionally, um, that are not traditionally associated with black people. Um, My girlfriend's a nerd. Okay. So Mr. Z, you may be an outlier, but I want to know like, okay, so we know that there are some, we could scour the earth. We will find some black men that would have dated her. But do you think that most black men would not have been interested in a Katanji? I mean, she likely was a book nerd and just wow. real heavy into her studies. She's not an ugly sister. She would have been married to a brother. Why does this have to be a most conversation? It seemed like, you know, I'm not, I'm not belaboring that with you, but I think that's really the problem with black women. It's not a who's for who, who's for you conversation. It's a, I want to be acknowledged everywhere I go mm. by all y'all. I, I think that you agree with that, but I want to kind of just talk about whether or not there's any validity to uh, Auntie Wanda's point about the fact that, you know, most black men ain't, ain't checking for women That's like Roger. When, when they say that, what they really mean is the men of, the men, let me, look, I'm sorry, I gotta do this again. It's really the celebrity men. What did, that's really a complaint. Like these celebrity men wouldn't marry her. Celebrity Kobe wouldn't marry her. Jordan wouldn't marry. Her. That's what you're really saying. But look, really look at what she's saying. She has a point. She said she's like men in this space have said that women who are career women who you know are like have their eyes on the prize and they're just focused on their career that men for whatever you know aren't necessarily attracted to them. And in addition to that, she would have required a lot of support and you know there's going to be a lot of late nights and you. Would have had to be understanding throughout the duration of her career. She talked about missing out on a lot of things with her children. So she was not going to likely play that traditional housewife role where she washing your drawers. Is Oprah not with Stedman? Doesn't Monique not and have a husband? In the pool house. I'm just saying, yeah, but no, I'm saying, no, I'm saying, but does she not have, I mean, she doesn't have a husband. She's not married to him, but does she not have a man? Does Monique not have a man? Like, we, we, we have call. women. We, we no, Monique is that... different. Monique is into polyamory. She submits to her husband. She calls him <laughs> daddy and all that. I, I hear that, you know, but once again, if if what you're looking for is a support system, 
we already know that black men support. Isn't like isn't that one of the, the, the ways that they chastise us is that we're not leaders, which means if we're not leading, then that means that you are, which means we're the support, maybe? Maybe. Right? So like what 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 is it exactly? You know what I'm saying? It's 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 both and you know what it is? It's I want to argue from a left-leaning perspective, then I want to argue from a right-leaning perspective, then I want to argue from a traditional perspective, then I want to argue from a modern perspective. I just want to tell you you ain't shit. That's what I really want to do. So I will not stand on any particular ideology. I just want to tell you you ain't shit. And so I'll say it in any way I can. You're not, you don't support enough, but then why do you want to be a patriarch? But why aren't you a patriarch enough? Like you make too much money and you think you can dictate me with your money, oh, but you don't make enough money. Oh, you think you're something with your education, oh, but you're not educated enough. What? That's what that really is. It's, it's, it's hypothetical. She's obviously married to a white man and that's cool. Um, from what we see her in her supposed um, voting record, it ain't the worst thing in the world. I mean, I guess that's, the bar has sunken so low that we gotta look at these black politicians and shit and be like, well, it ain't the worst thing in the world. So yeah, she went the white dude, they met in college, fine. She, from what we can see, is she's not a swirler or divestor, she just met a white man that she fell in love with. That's better than what these other sisters are talking about. I'll pause right here. Thank you, Mr. Z. Mr. Research, did you have anything else to add to that before we read your super chat? Yeah, what I was trying to say was that um, none of that is true because I'm an ugly, dark-skinned man. I had a girl in, what was that, eighth grade named Katrina, who I regret to this day not taking out. She was super into me, dark-skinned. But at that time, I just wasn't interested in dating nobody. Other people were teasing her for her dark skin. I actually got into a couple of fights defending her secretly. I ain't let her know. But my point is, I never felt any type of way moving forward when, when other dark skinned girls that I liked treated me unfairly. I was never really into light skinned chicks. I rather prefer to date anything else except for light skinned chicks. That was just me. So again, no time did I say, look at how these girls are treating me. I'm going to verbally say something to the public about how they got down. This is the very first time I've ever said this in my entire life. That's the problem with black women. They've had situations in their life where they were not getting praise. And because of that, they want to grab a microphone and yell out to the public, these black men. And the same thing for some of these goofy dudes. Some of these goofy dudes will sit up here. I didn't have a woman give me head on command, so I'm gonna go out here and call them all out of their name. It's ridiculous. This, this community has, is no longer the, the, the thing that Huey Newton wanted it to be. It's not about, it's not about black pride, pride no more. It's, it's not James Brown, say it loud, I'm black. It's make an excuse so I can hide behind blackness and do my evil. Because if this other group comes against me, now all of a sudden I'm, I'm gonna be black again. It's about pats on the back. That woman, could, I'm an honor roll student, 3.8. That, that, that woman could have got anybody to address her, but it's over time. It's about bumping into the person who you want to bump into. I, I can be married right now. You know how many white women have actually, hey, you know, stop waiting for these black, black chicks. 
no, I prefer dark girls, and you know, don't 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 put it like that. You know, you you, you know, I could have been married, but I want what I want, but I'm not out here blaming. So so that's the that's the un, that's the unfortunate thing for me when we have this, these these type of conversations. The eighty percent eighty percent of the ladies aren't being honest. They want to be praised and celebrated every time their heels hit the concrete. And if a white people ain't praising them, they want the black man to come out the woodwork and risk his job to punch the white man in the mouth so he'll praise. But here's the question. Why is the white woman not praising you? Why is the Pakistani woman not praising you? Why is the Chinese woman not praising you with all the pressure you put on black men? Shouldn't you be putting it on your fellow women? Thank you, C. Rose. Thank you, Mr. Research. We appreciate you. And we also thank you for your super chat. He says, more Long Island iced tea money for the girls. Danny going to get some henny with that. Sure oh. is. Thank you, Mr. Research. <laughs> we had some, another one. I lost it. Oh, there we go, Andy. Uh, he says, that look Sus G has on her pick is the look Jada gave Will to make him do some dumb ish. Watch out, Bro Curlin. Bro Curlin, steer. <laughs> well, he got to watch out for shit. I'm the one who got to watch <laughs> out. I'm, look, I'm trying to tell this you. Look is the for you this look is for you. Listen, this is the look for you dudes up over here. This That's why I got that picture up. That's for you guys. <laughs> Not for my husband. <laughs> tell him. All right. Mm. Uh, Auntie Wanda joined us. Hey, Auntie Wanda. Hi, ladies. How hey, are you? Auntie Wanda. I feel so privileged to be up here. Can oh, you guys hear me? Okay? I love the profile pic. You look so yes. cute. <laughs> yeah, that's my sexy red, honey. Baby, okay. I'm trying to go that red too, Auntie. Uh, oh, they yeah, hating on it. me right now, but listen. Oh, you look pretty in your picture, though. I like the way your hair is in that Thank picture. You. But, you know, auntie is older now. I got to switch it up every now and then. That's right. Keep hot. <laughs> hot, hot. Anyway, um, I promise to be respectful. I came up here just only to respond to, um, to the good judge. To me, she is an attractive woman. But, you know, let's just keep it 100 a lot of black men have a preference, especially the brown and dark-skinned black men. They like lighter-complected women. And um, they also don't like women who are highly educated. I've been hearing that in the Manosphere spaces for a very, very long time. So I'm saying that if this woman found love in a white man that's treating her well, you know, not saying that, you know, she's out there and she she looked for a white men because she doesn't like her her melanin or something like that. I don't see anything wrong with that. And my thing is, is that I'm seeing more and more women um, date out now. It used to be taboo. And a lot of my girlfriends who are my age, they would rather be single than to date out. And I'm like, well, why? You know, if, if these guys are out there and they're decent, not saying that they're better, but why not explore the best option for you, Black woman? But Auntie Wanda, have you seen, because, you know, 
I'm mm -hmm. seeing an influx of women almost creating this fantasy surrounding dating white men. I'm literally seeing on social media, white men make these little 30 second TikToks dancing to a hip hop song or holding up a bonnet in, in an effort to say, mm -hmm. like, tell me you're attracted to black women and black mm -hmm. women eating it up. And literally, yes. like I, I saw this picture that we use for our thumbnail being going around on social media and everybody was praising how protective he was and mm -hmm. yada, yada, yada. Very different response than what we're seeing from Will Smith. But I get it. Will Smith assaulted someone. So <laughs> I understand that. But um, literally kind of like uh, what I would say is akin to like this white savior complex as if everything mm -hmm. will be right with the world if they get a white man. And I just find that to mm -hmm. be like, you gotta be realistic. No matter who you date, you're likely going to have challenges no matter who you marry. So I just mm -hmm. find that to be problematic. You know what? Um, I've seen the, the TikTok videos and um, yes, it is a fantasy because, you know, and I'm not making excuses for black women. However, like I said, I have been married for and with my husband for over 20 years, right? But I have friends who have been single for years. And it is, it's like a Cinderella complex, a white savior complex. And my thing is, is that we as Black women, we have to stay balanced. You know, I believe that's why that, that young lady ended up being murdered, uh, Lauren Smithfield because we tend to let our guards down, you know, some of us, by thinking that these men are saviors, you know? But that's why I think- There was another woman after Lauren Smithfield too, like uh, maybe a month ago, another woman who died mysteriously, there was a white man in her apartment that she had went out on a date with, and uh, there was- yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I was saying her name, I'm sorry, her name is Asia Maynard. That's oh, why yeah, I think yeah. that's that's why I think when when Auntie said that uh, women going to get uh, a relationship that was never on the table and see it's the oh, it's the perceived protection of white guys. So Auntie was off the topic, which she's allowed to say, you know, whatever she want to say. But nobody ever questioned these women going to get what they want. Be Eartha Kitt, be Dorothy Dandridge. That's fine. I think it's about. Are these white guys pretending or are they getting marriages above 4%? So my question to you, Auntie, like me and Mr. Z said, since 1924, white husbands are not bending the knee. So why, why so so outside of you know women feeling black women feeling like uh uh they not going that route or whatever the case may be. Why are the white husbands, just the white guys, not going, making themselves known, introducing? Why have they not been above 4% since, since, since they've been doing this since 1924? Well, I mean, I, I don't feel like I'm qualified to answer that question because, first of all, I haven't did the research on it. And I don't know the numbers or percentages, but I do see more black women who are marrying white men. It may not be an alarming rate because a lot of people are not getting married nowadays. So um, I don't well, know. 
Well, I'm glad you said that, and I'm not being combative. I just Actually, wanted to point to out. That too after I just wanted to point out when 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 you came in and said there's a lot of women that want to be married. I guess that's the reason I dropped the numbers because many times our women make phrases and complaints, but yet their argument is not really with black men. Their argument is with the. Did white I say marry or in a relationship? I thought I said in a relationship. They're single and they want to be in a relationship. Okay, in a relationship. Okay, we we can't track in a relationship. So, uh, I I retract that. I was I, I just don't understand when when people say in a relationship, tell these white dudes to stop just poking and stroking. Tell these white well, dudes I mean, to get well, more serious. Okay. So that way it's not a black male conversation as if black women are victims that can't find relationships. Yeah, and, and if I could address that, so uh, go ahead, I'll go after you, go, go ahead. ahead. No, okay, I was gonna say, but the thing is, sir, is that a lot of black women are being pumped and dumped also by black men. And so I think the consensus is, is well, maybe if I try these this, this other demographic of men mm. or white men, then it's maybe they'll settle down. For different results, huh? Yeah, maybe, and maybe that is a fantasy to a certain extent. Like I said, I don't see the statistics as far as, you know, um, who is in actually a long-term relationship. Now, a lot of the women that I see on TikTok uh, with these white men, they're either engaged or married. I mean, I've, I haven't gotten into like the master-slave side of TikTok where it's just playing and fantasy and stuff like that. But I am seeing a lot more, especially the younger women they're, they are, they're dating um, so, Hispanic. They're wives, dating, and, and, and here's the and issue. Man. They're, they're getting piped down. I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry, I gotta be crass. They're getting piped down. Okay. This is, this is, this oh. is what's happening. 26% of poor Americans are married, 39% of middle-class, 56% of upper middle-class and above. That's according to American Enterprise Institute. Um, and so when you look at those numbers, it's, it's, it's a money thing, it's a class thing, it's an income thing. And because of our history as black people, we understand that we're pretty much closer to the socioeconomic bottom. This does not have to do with black men lacking or, or, or any character or not wanting to be married. It really has to do with their socioeconomics, number one. Number two, the, the idea that, that, that these, these white dudes are marrying black women and they're taking black women seriously, like you said before, Marriage is already in the marriage is already going the, the way of the dodo bird of the T-Rex. So it really has less to do with like black men not taking this seriously and more to do with whether you have the finances and the familial situation to back up what it traditionally means to be a husband. I mean, we saw this when um when we saw the, the economically unattractive men are leading to a downturn in marriage, right? Like that was about white men, right? And that's and that's a recent article, like what, what, three, four years old? So when this was happening to black men all through the 70s and, and, and late 60s, we made it a character flaw and we're still making it a character flaw. When we, when we talk about white men and their lack of marriage, we, that's when we start talking about economics and that's when we start talking about, oh, you know what? They can't afford to be husbands, but we're still speaking about black men like they're lacking because of some type of character flaw. So I understand what you're saying about seeing the women, the young women on TikTok with their white boyfriends, but they're getting piped down. We can't judge this for another 15 to 20 years. That's when we're going to be able to see whether these younger women ever got married because those women will now be in their 40s and 50s. But what you're seeing online now is cute. Let's see how long that lasts. And I'll pause right there. Well, okay. Um, 
because of the way society is right now. And um, like I said before, a lot of people are not, are opting out of marriage. Uh, traditional roles is dying. We're in a very promiscuous, whole-like society. And a lot of people are turning away from uh, marriage. You will see a lot of singleness. You'll see a lot of children born out of wedlock. And, um, and I'm hopeful. I'm very hopeful. I'm hopeful that these young women will get it together, that they will find partners that will settle down and either marry them or engage in long-term relationships. And what, I'm saying, and, and what I'm saying is that has you're, you the, the marriage rate the marriage rate has a lot to do with economics and that's what I'm saying. So like it, you're right where you say that it's going down. That's absolutely correct. And and in no trends do we see that rebounding anytime soon. It's really actually really bad and sad. Um, we we priced out most regular normal men out of marriage, and that includes non-black men, primarily white men. And I think that we, we severely underestimate how much socioeconomics have to do with this and it not being a character flaw. I maintain, like I said earlier, that we're, we're gonna have to give it a couple decades before we can see if those TikTok videos actually manifested to a higher interracial marriage rate for, for, for black women and not and also uh, not increasing divorce rate with these with these black men because you know certain sisters like to brag, oh, we have a low divorce rate with white men. Well, that's because you have a low marriage rate with them also, right? Like there's nothing really to pull from, you know? So once again, I, I hear what you're saying. Um, and this is not me betting against black women. It is saying the current environment is is changing way faster than I think we have the concepts to, to, to really wrestle with. And so we're just dealing with it and still trying to apply old ideas to this fast changing world. Right. There's a quote that says um, the general is always fighting the last war. And I think that's where we are and we're stuck in. Right. So even when we assess these interracial relationships or relationships writ large in the community and why why they're why they're in this kind of messed up state, we mm -hmm. don't apply like the fact that, yo, the median house in America is over three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Right. Weddings are running people up to 30, 40 grand. Well, bottom bottom 20 grand. Right. The cheapest weddings are like 20 grand. What are you telling young people? So that's I mean, why young people aren't getting married. It's not let, it's not necessarily character flaw. You know what I'm saying? Well, I know exactly what you're saying. And, you know, I got married when we got married when we were poor. And so, I mean, we're doing quite well right now. But um, a lot of people in the community got married when they didn't have much. So I don't know. Maybe that's what you're saying is it's changed now. Um, yeah, we well, we taught. I'm a millennial. I could tell you, we taught millennials. Yeah, many of the older Xers, mid Xers, boomers were taught. You walked into adulthood with your children and your husband or wife in tow, right? So y'all were early twenties, mid twenties, getting married. Marriage now is the finish line. You get all your ducks in a row. You got your career going. You got your money going, and then marriage and starting a family is at the finish line. And it has screwed a lot of people because guess what? As as millennials and Generation Z is even worse, they're never gonna get to the finish line. And I know nobody wanna hear that. About 70, I'm, I'm guesstimating about 75% of them, 70% of them will never get to this mythical finish line that we're telling them they need to be at for them to be husbands and wives and all this, have their, have their ducks in a row. And I know nobody wants to hear that because it sounds depressing, I get it, but 
make, making marriage in, in, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, well, never fear, the uh, white man is here and I'm quite right. sure he will change those numbers because this title is about the perceived perception of white guys. So he's a unicorn. I'm quite sure it'll be better in 10 years. Well, let me read the super chat real quick and I got to get Big Truck in here to hear what he has to say on all this. Um, let me turn the volume down before Big Truck starts. But ha, Andy, ha, ha. Said, <laughs> Andy says, Black women factually have way more sex partners than us. And most Black women are promiscuous with other Black women. Black women are doing most of the hitting it and quitting it. <laughs> Andy, you sound like you mad at the sisters for getting it in. Um, I think that was the only one. Yeah. Big truck, what you got? Well, um, yeah. Hi, ladies. I haven't seen you all in a while. Sister George and C. Rose, haven't seen you guys in a long time. I haven't heard you guys in a while. How are you guys doing? I hope you're all right. I hope everything's yeah, going fine. over there in the Philippines with your uh, wife-to-be. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Keep it doing oh, Okay. Well, you, you know, uh, 14, 14 days from now, I'm hopping on that plane to Maldives 14 days from now, so I'm oh, okay, on my way okay. out of here. Getting the hell out of this place, this, this God-forsaken hellhole. But anyway... Um, black male, uh, white, we already know like the, the marriage rates between black male, white female versus, uh, black female and white male, the disparage is like huge. It's like, it's, it's more than two to one. We already know that. Um, like I was looking for, uh, censuses just to get more of that information, but we already basically know it. And the thing about it is it really hasn't changed that much. The only thing that's changed is the perception due to social media. I really think social media is the actual real problem here because the thing about it is these TikTok videos and stuff, they, they paint in a reality that's really not true. If you really look, first of all, the, the, the studies actually show the majority of these interracial marriages between black women and white men happen mostly on the West Coast. They don't happen like in the South. And they don't happen that much even in the East or in the Northeast. They don't really happen in those places. They mostly happen towards the West Coast. So you're talking to like Washington, Oregon, California, right? It's very low numbers, especially in the South. It's very low numbers. It's like, what was it? 0.5%. There are more Black people concentrated in the South versus the there's West more, Coast. Yes, there's more Black people concentrated in the South. So therefore, Black women more likely are going to be choosing a Black male. But my thing is, even when you look at these these women who are married to these uh, white men, a lot of those marriages don't bear children. A lot of those marriages are some older black woman who's probably walking around with a PhD or and marries her zaddy, who's, who's some doctor or something. He's like an older white man, probably in his second marriage, possibly. A lot of them aren't young, in their prime, baby having age. That that's That's not what is light. That's not what's happening. Uh, even according to the census, that's not the majority of what's going on. So my only thing is, I honestly don't, somebody says not true, but the thing about it is you can actually read it. It's on the, it's right here. But what's wrong and, with that? No, listen, I see nothing wrong with it because if they find this dude to take care of them and they find whatever they are looking for in them, yo, listen, I got no problem with that. My only thing is, just like you keep mentioning, how many times have we mentioned how many of these black women end up disappearing? They end up chopped up behind a dumpster because of these 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 guys who are 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 mal. How should I say? These guys are mal positioned mentally 
And as soon as they have a problem, they end up going upside our head, and then she ends up missing, and nobody says nothing. How how many times have we mentioned that today? How many? So my only thing is, yeah, it's easy to get Zaddy, but you don't know how Zaddy gonna react the second you you start that attitude up with Zaddy. Zaddy just you know you you remember Pulp Fiction where where they tie that guy up in the basement and they they start playing that uh, Comanche. You you remember Sister George? You saw uh, Pulp Fiction. How about C. Rose? Did you see Pulp Fiction? Anybody? Hello? I, I, I saw Pulp Fiction. Yeah, you remember You remember that music that they were playing? That's what you got to deal with with the Zaddies, man. They start playing that music. <laughs> man, 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 no, uh, man, 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 man. no, I ain't yeah, no way. I'll, 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 I would have to walk around with earphones on. You got to watch out. You got to watch out for these Zaddies. You got to watch out. So I've got no problem with these, with these women finding these men. L- listen, take them. Like, whoever you can get whatever but my only thing is the reality is there it, it it doesn't make a difference honestly i mean they're still gonna have black children and my only thing is please just get married and do it in wedlock that's all i'm saying i, I don't have a problem with it believe me i have no problem with it shout out to the senator who said interracial marriage was a mistake i'm quite sure all of oh, the sisters yeah. will be going to attack him uh, oh. i'm quite sure they are not going to let that ride uh, Sister George, get ready to review 200 videos on the white man who is against interracial marriage. So Charles Irby said something interesting. He said, if a black woman is dating out, she isn't a black man's responsibility. And he says, I encourage sisters to date out. What are you guys' thoughts on that? If a black woman is dating out, does she still get protection from black men? or No. She? And it's I'm glad she's dating out. But the answer is no, I'm not protecting you. No. You you get your protection from Zaddy, but nobody is protecting us anyway. Yeah, if I if I can, no one is deserving of protection. We don't live in that world anymore. I'm sorry. Well, we, I have, we, we, we had this conversation. So it, it's no benefit, really, because like, well, yeah. and, and, I want to say that. this though, Mister mm-hmm. Z. I understand what you're saying, and to be completely honest, we talk about. Oh, um, you know, no, like we don't live in that world anymore. And and, and I, I agree. We don't really have that communal mindset. We're all into most of us are individualistic, but, um, but we do have protection from those who we know personally, those are within our immediate communities, yes, like those, exactly. you know, our, our, our husbands, our, uh, you know, maybe like male friends that we go out with, where they're going to give us and extend that protection to us. But protection from strangers, I agree. That's kind of gone by the wayside. That's it's no longer really a thing. Concrete. Let me, I ask, believe, oh, let me ask Ms. Auntie this. Ms. Auntie, yes. did black men fight to get black women into male-dominated jobs? Is that documented? To be honest with you, I don't know. That's see, you don't that know. See, see, here's the funny thing, Ms. Auntie. I'm going to let you rock, but here's the funny thing. You make Both these what? statements, but then when I ask you what have you researched, that's the second time you said you don't know. But go ahead. I haven't you got the mic. researched it, and I don't feel bad for saying that. No, I haven't. I have not researched black men going out protecting black women. So I'm not going to sit here and say that I have researched something that I haven't. I mean, you're asking me questions that that I don't know about. So, and that's but, not generally my friend, what, what you we're keep talking saying, about. You keep so saying don't we know, don't get protected don't anyway. You keep saying yes, we don't get protected not. anyway. We're not. 
you see countless videos of black women getting the hell beat out of them and black men in the background laughing, saying world star, whatever. Yeah, but did they provoke it? Did they provoke it though? Can I finish, please? However, there was a video that went viral last year, I believe, where a white woman was at a football game and a black man was handling her and he was surrounded by a bunch of white male strangers getting ready to get in his ass if he didn't stop. Okay, so if, if I may, if I may, ma'am. No, they so were not anecdotal. related. They were not related. So what mm -hmm. I'm saying to you is this, sir, is that we have to realize that the dynamics of the black community and family is broken. It's not the black community, ma'am. If you're gonna do it's anecdote, broken. then we it's could do broken. wait, wait, ma'am. If we're if we're gonna do anecdote, because that's some anti-black stuff that you're trying to push is constructive criticism. No, I'm sorry, not, I'm not letting you get away not, with it. Sorry, oops. Not. No, it's and and, and if, if you're no, ma'am, if we're gonna do if we're gonna do anecdote for anecdote, then I could show you the video of the brother that pointed a gun at a white dude that was trying to bully a black woman in the parking spot. If you really okay, want to so go anecdote is, for that anecdote, is a rarity, but. That's okay. Oh, understand. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 brother. Let me, let me get it. 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 Please, y'all. Let me let me get this. Let me get this. The issue, because the issue is, understand what you're doing, ma'am. And I want to be very clear what you just did. You bought up an anecdote. I bought up another anecdote, and then you said it's a rarity. Understand what you're really saying is, black men are deficient compared to these white men. These white men saw a black man pushing up on a white woman, and they came to her defense. That's I it. told you that there's a video and multiple videos of black men coming to black women's defense from other black men, from Latino men, from white men. And what you said is that's a rarity. So it what is. you're saying is, no, no, wait, wait. what you're saying is I can match you anecdote for anecdote. And what you're going to say is no, black men are still deficient. So can you just I say you're anti-black and we can move on, please? Point. Uh, I want to say really quickly. Really quickly, Auntie Wanda, I do I understand what you're saying, but I do absolutely believe that it's more rare to see a white man come to a black woman's defense than it will be. Like, I think that we can uh, uh, absolutely find more instances. And in when black men have stepped in, then we will find a white man stepping in to protect black. But women. C. Rose, does that okay, include that is, the police? Right. Well, hold on, C. Rose, does that include the police? No, I'm not talking about the police. I'm not because that's that's usually a no. white man coming to a black woman's defense. Come Here on, you now. go with that. Listen, but no one does. That's, that's white, what I'm saying. <laughs> No one I got does. you, Auntie Wanda. No one does. That's yeah. what I'm. That's what I'm trying. Um, to could say. you just say you want to be a white woman and we can move on, please? Why would you say that? <laughs> your your idea of protection, ma'am. Your idea I of protection is when understand you you but you brought up the, you brought up the example, ma'am. You brought up the example, and it was very whimsical. It's th this black man pushed upon this white woman in a million. Once yeah, I told y'all that this is what they, they this is what they're own. saying, ma'am. I told you that this is they protect their own. Are we not watching the Ukraine and Russia fight right now? Protect who? What you I'm talking, not about? talking about? I'm talking about. Oh, here. of course not. I'm not talking about a world events. I'm talking of about here not. in the United States. A mm -hmm. white man is more likely to step up to a stranger and protect you her hear the foolishness. Than black men. I mean, that's just okay. the truth of it all. Okay. I'm not yes, saying you can't even base that on any real study because that's you not really can't. You can't. There's no study that you could point to. And let me let me just say this, C Rose. One time, this this wasn't too long ago. I'll just say this real quick. The, uh, uh, I, I was driving to the tire shop. I've told this story before, but I don't think to you. I was driving to the tire shop on Merrick Boulevard. It's like a busy boulevard over right here. And I was going to the tire shop because I was going to look at tires for one of my cars, right? Don't you know, as soon as I get out of the car, 
a car pulls up basically behind me or like didn't pull up to the sidewalk. And this black girl basically started falling out of the passenger side of the car while she's tussling with the driver. And I'm like curious and I'm wondering what's happening. She's up there screaming, help me, help me, help me. And I go up to this guy's car, not knowing what to expect. And she's like falling out the car onto the curb. And just by me walking up to the guy's car, he decides to just give up what he's doing and he just drives off, right? And she was like, oh, that was my cousin and he was trying to rape me. And yeah, and I, I couldn't make this up. And she, you know, I, I, we went to the tire store, we called the cops, this, that, and other. And later on, I get an email from her saying, thank you, and this, that, and other. I don't remember if I even kept that email. I think it was in a different account. But the bottom line is, on the spur of the moment, you can't simply go by what you see just in a couple of videos on YouTube or a couple of TikTok videos of people screaming world star just because they're watching some woman who probably instigated it in the first place getting her ass kicked or handed to her probably by another woman. Because I've been, I know these women nowadays go too fucking far. They'll take uh, stuff and smash these guys' car windows and scratch it. You, you put a scratch in my car. We, we've scratch. seen the videos of the sisters so, torching people's cars, hitting, yes. trying to hit men with no, cars no, no, and breaking no, their no, own no, car no, apart. I was, I was at my barbershop and the cops were right across the street. And this black chick comes up to this dude's car and starts kicking on his window and breaks his window. Cop come right up to her and arrest her. So no, a lot of the times, Auntie Wanda, most of those fights that get started are instigated by somebody. And these other people saw it coming because they saw the whole thing unfold. So when she's getting her ass whipped or her hair pulled off, they're there shouting world star because they saw it coming. This is not like some woman who's sitting there holding her baby, breastfeeding a nurse in, and she's quietly doing that. And then somebody comes up and starts attacking her. No, that's not me, true. Let me get this. Let me get this. One of the issues that we have. Miss Wanda, if I may, I'm just I'm gonna be in your way for one minute. Miss Wanda, just let me get this out. This is one of my biggest issues that we have in the black community, and, and sisters are definitely a part of it. Passing off anti-blackness as constructive criticism, tough love, or just speaking one's truth. And what you exhibited, especially by saying, yeah, but white men are more likely, they're more likely to do nothing, period. But you passed off some anecdotal evidence, some anecdotes that you watched online as an example of white men protecting white women, and therefore black men need to imitate this, right? So. I, once again, I have a real issue with passing off. Anti-blackness is constructive criticism, and that that is what you're engaging in. I just want to be very clear that is what, what you're engaging in. And yes, you may not be foaming at the mouth doing it, but you are doing it in your passive-aggressive way, and I really have an issue with that. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. So let me say something real polite. Uh, I, I, I understand the lady here on the panel. She has her different view, but it's kind of like what, what, what Mr. Z says. Um, you know, the unfortunate thing is if two lesbians was trying to rob a a uh, store, which it, there's been a couple of videos on this, and the store owners start defending their store by attacking the robbers. I've heard three of these videos yell out, she's a black woman. That's that's kind of what happened on this panel just now. Mm. Nobody, nobody, you know, black men are supposed to be so dumb and slave to women that you can't analyze the situation before you jump in. 
kind of like what Truck just described. You have to just see that it's a black woman and jump in. Okay, so let's put that to the test. Can a man be attacked by a white woman, an Asian woman, and a black woman should just jump in and attack that, that, that Asian woman, that white woman on behalf of that black guy because he don't want to hit back? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. You're 20 percent. I, I get you, C. Rose. But the 80 percent won't do that. Yet the 80 percent wants the black man to do the reverse. That's the crazy part of this whole conversation. I and, guess and I'm just traditional guys. I just I, I, I look at men as having more physical strength than women and being masculine and women being more feminine. And so the way that I was raised up maybe is different now. Um, and the way that I raise my sons is to be protectors and providers, not saying that they have to protect everybody out in the community. However, I would think that if some if a woman was getting her ass beat in the street by a bunch of men, even if he's not going to physically intervene, that he wouldn't stand up there with a phone and take a video of it, that he would at least call the police. Okay. Now, now you, you did bring up the phone thing. Please understand white guys take video for spring break incidents all the time. Been doing that since the 80s. Right. White guy. White guy. Uh, let, me, let me just interject oh, right I, here. I, 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 I haven't had the mic for a minute. I haven't no, had the mic uh, for a wait, wait, real, real quick. I'm sorry. I'm going to let you oh, rock. Hold, hold, hold on, Big Truck. Big Truck, right. let the man finish. How are you going to interrupt him mid -sentence? Yeah, because you guys I, I tried to get time. in there before he got in there, but he came in uh, like a, a We'll word pass it right to you, Big Truck. Just let him finish his point. Okay, he was right, already right, in the midst right. of Yeah, so so, so my thing is, white guys have been taking pictures of spring break incidents for years. Fights. Uh, boobies everywhere, girls gone wild. Uh, this it's kind of like Mr. Z said once again. This seems like selective outrage. Yep. It's, it, it seems like people want their sons to get killed for the glory of 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 another human being who's not a victim. Remember, women are not victims. Women are equal to men. Remember. So I don't I don't understand this whole thing where. But we're not equal to men. We are different. But that's what biologically we are different. Physically we are different. Most people okay, have you, you, to you're, work. you're like picking and choosing no, how this no, goes no. down. This is just who I am. I keep it fair and balanced. I, I know. People. I know. You. You're. You, you know what? I'm gonna end. I'm, I'm gonna end by saying this. Okay. Here's what I believe. I believe you believe that males, because you even said it, are raised to be defenders regardless of logic. Mm. No, not and, not. and that's what that's what we can't operate in. Go ahead, you got the mic. No, oh, but okay, I would thanks. expect a woman to be out there. You know what I'm saying? If, if if a bunch of men are fighting, I don't expect her to jump in and uh, you know stop it or engage in it. To me, that's masculine behavior. We're not built for that. If a woman, if an Asian woman is beating up on on a black on on a, a black man, what should the black woman do? Go, Miss Auntie. Okay, if she's I mean, like, what is she like a black? See, see what you just did, Mrs. Auntie. Now you're trying to qualify. You heard what I said, Miss Auntie. I can't even picture an Asian woman beating the shit out of a black man. See, see, this is the problem. This is the problem. I know that I'm not a black belt, and if I intervene, I might get my ass kicked too. So, without having some sort of weapon or something like that, I'm gonna call nine one one. 
So I, I have to ask you, Auntie Wanda, really quick, because we got to get into Big Trump too. So in that instance, like we want black men to, you know, step in harm's way, and they don't know if the person who's assaulting a black woman may have a, a knife or a gun or anything, exactly. and they're literally putting their lives I on didn't... the line. But do we are we to be selective when when we intervene on their behalf? Absolutely. I never said that I believe that a black man should jump out there in harm's way without knowing the situation and potentially putting himself at risk. What I said was, was that, you know, I hope that the black man wouldn't be taking videos of it, laughing about it or whatever, but they would actually call 911 and say, hey, I'm this this lady is at such and such place and, you know, she's being assaulted at least. Thank you, Auntie Wanda. Sorry about that picture. Go ahead. What you got? What I was going to say was, first of all, because of, again, because this is, again, because of social media, the instinct when we see something go down is automatically to take out your phone and start recording. So it really doesn't matter what's going down and who it's going down between. The simple instinct is to pull out your phone and start recording. Now you say, oh yeah, well, you'd hope that, you know, somebody's you know, not recording it, but they're busy calling the police. Problem is iPhones typically don't let you call people while you're video recording. So that really presents a problem there. So it's like, if I could call the police on my watch and video record on the phone simultaneously, yeah, I'd probably give it a try. But the reality is you can't really do that. You have to choose which one you're going to do. I'd rather record it and at least get the evidence so that this way later on, it could be used in a court of law. But this this whole thing that you're saying about who, you know, anecdotally about who jumps up and defends who, that is I, I that's a case by case basis. If you were at a a, a game and it, if it was nothing but white men and there was a white guy and a white woman having some kind of tussle and the white man started handing herself to herself, everybody would jump up and defend her anyway. It doesn't matter if he was black or white. And I'm pretty sure, because I've seen this in real life, I'm pretty sure if it was black men and it was all black and it was a black man and a black woman, they'd probably do the exact same thing. But then again, just like somebody said, you have no idea, C. Rose said, you have no idea if this person's armed. Everybody's armed now. I conceal carry. A lot of people conceal carry. I'm very, very careful what I jump into because you never know if you're going to have to defend yourself using lethal force. And you never know if you're going to be up against lethal force. So no, the days of chivalry, back when we were fighting with knives and swords and stuff like that, yeah, that was cute then. But nah, it's not like that now. Now you can get your head blown off over somebody who's not worth it. And I'm not taking that chance for anybody. Well, I said it. The 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 general is always fighting the last war. We have. I get it, and it, it, this is a spiel, but I get it. Like we're we're we forget that the past fifty years happened. The past, as, and like the brother said, like you could use that cell phone video as evidence. Like there's so much that we're still speaking, like we're 1950 something. And there are a lot of things that I wish we could go back to certain gender, gender relations between men and women. I get it, but it's a new day and it's ugly. And quite frankly, and it, and, and because we don't want to go after the real people, white racists, um, so we're, we're, we're in a really messed up position where the bottom 70, regardless of race, are going to suffer and you're not going to get married and many of you are not going to have children 
right? And that's going back to the topic at hand. You even if you end up with the mythical white man, so we could talk about how white men jump in, they, they defend white women when this happened. Yeah, that's cute, but that's not what's really happening. That's not what's really happening. And 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 I I I think all I hear going on online everywhere I go, regardless of race, but primarily with black people, is people trying struggling to make sense of a really fast changing world really fast changing world a bunch of people struggling to make sense of it and what we're doing is being up on each other i know this sounds like some um lifetime special shit i'm saying but that's really what it is right no, i agree and, with that though. you know it and and go ahead i'm sorry go ahead. no i said it actually makes sense i i agree with that point and i i kind of we did an interview um earlier this or yesterday with um black wizard and i highlighted the same thing um that that's essentially what it is. Um, good good uh, job in pointing that out. Um, I do have to read these super chats real quick before I lose them. Uh, Javon Thompson says, "Strong, independent women don't need no protection." Um, yeah, good point, Javon. I don't, I don't. I think that you know, although black women are allegedly strong and independent, we still want to be protected. And on the subject of that, I find it interesting that you know that's often weaponized against black women until people want them to be strong. Like literally uh, Katanji was hailed for being so strong and so composed in the face of, you know, these white, white male patriarchy in the face of white male patriarchy. Um, but yet, you know, black women are like, we, we use that as an insult to black women until we need them to be strong and we need that strength. So I, I, that's just a side note. I find that to be interesting. Andy says, um, Wanda, most black men are simps for black women. So of course they defend them. You didn't see the video of the stranger knocking a dude out for arguing with his own mother. Um, I didn't even see that one, Andy, but that's a good point. Um, what we are going to do is we're going to start the process to wrap it up and get final comments from everyone. Oh, I'm missing some stuff. Uh-oh, some, some nice stuff. <laughs> Larry Rogers says no better excuse or no better example of protection uh, than DJ Kid, uh, CNN, Lifetime, Women's Fear, etc. cetera, uh, all quiet. The feminine allows itself to be conquered and the masculine conquers what's okay for you has to be okay for your sister, mother, and most men. And that's a no for most men in inter, or excuse me, and that's a no. Most men in interracial relationships are racist. Uh -oh. Um, ooh, Larry, Larry, Larry throwing some bows. Um, oh, I do, to be completely honest, I will say this on along the lines of his last statement. I do believe that a person can have racist views or be racist and still date and marry and sleep with, uh, you know, um, people of, of another race. Um, you know, I don't think that sleeping with a, a black person is any indication. It, it is it's proof that someone is not racist. But um, thank you, Larry. We appreciate it. And thank uh, you, divorced thank black you women have proven your point, uh, C. Rose. Divorced yeah. black women. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. I've seen, we've seen it time and time again. Mr. Research said, can we speak about videos of white men fighting to defend black women? I think Auntie Wanda highlighted one. Um, I, that's not something that I often see. I didn't even see the one that Auntie Wanda highlighted, but yeah, um, I don't well, think Danny that that's is out in these streets. Common. Danny, Danny naturally has seen the hundreds of white guys fighting their fellow white men. Uh, Danny, tell us about these hundreds of white men. Defend, defend. 
black women? Uh, no. And <laughs> keep in mind, I, I, I lived in Mississippi. Um, definitely wasn't going to be a thing that happened in Mississippi. Clearly now, I'll say they've gotten a, a little bit more respectful over the years, but not to a point of where interracially dating is a comfortable thing to see. Mm -hmm. Like it's damn near still unheard of in Mississippi. Like, you'll see it, but you're not, it's not going to be like a prominent thing. Mississippi is like its own country. Like, I mean, it Listen, is like literally, woo, Lord. Everybody's like, sticks to their own kind. kind. Right. Mm -hmm. Listen, clearly, I ain't mad clearly, at that Clearly, Danny has not done the research. Clearly. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, although Danny has not done the research, we are going to start the process to go ahead and wrap it up and get final comments. So, Mr. Z, we will start with you. What are your final thoughts on the topic or what do you want to say in closing? Thank you, ladies, for having me up. Um, I want Miss um, Wanda to understand this was not any attack on her necessarily. I do think she has some um, warped worldview, especially about black men, but this is still not an attack on her. Um, you know, I think we just have a, a, a complete warped view. Like I said, we're starving, hyperinflation putting his foot in people's ass. We saw, you know, Kevin blew up during COVID. You would have thought that would have got sisters' minds right, and they sounded even crazier. <laughs> so, like, you know, uh, um, the, the struggle is real. People are hurting. And so the mythical, magical white Jesus man is here to save the day, apparently. And will he save the day for more than ever? Let's, I'll be nice to sisters and say five or six percent of them. No. <laughs> right? I'll be nice. Let's give y'all an extra 2% on that 4% and say 6% of y'all. Right? Which would be in marriage terms, what, like 22-ish, 4% whatever, for, for controlling only for married black women. So, yeah, I mean, I understand the struggle. I know why we sound the way we sound. It's still sad and depressing and unbecoming. Um, especially, when I said this on Shea Chardé, um channel, um, listening to people of color pine for non- for, for relationships with primarily white people, it's really disgusting. Um, and it's not about love, let's stop it, <laughs> right? It's about your positionality in a white supremacist, hyper-capitalist society, and I get it. Um, will that liberate the majority of black women? No. Will black women be told to live vicariously through the handful of black women that are married to these white men with some money? Yes. Um, so, you know, I, I, I get it. Um, and this white dude just... He kind of is exposing how easy it is to appeal to to the sensibilities of black women, not because of black men, but because white supremacist society screwed everyone. Um, and so I'll, I'll end it right there. Thank you, ladies, for having me up. Um, ladies, get your mind right. <laughs> These white dudes are not going to do anything but pipe. <laughs> um, we understand with the with the mixed baby rate that gets um, counted as black. And, you know, I'll really shut up now. So I'll talk to you all later. Thank you for having me up. Thank you so Thank much, you, Mr. Z. We appreciate you. You definitely gave some very good commentary on this discussion. So we're glad that you joined us. So thank you. Thank you. Uh, next, we will have Big Truck. What do you have to say in closing, Big Truck? Okay, ladies, it was really nice talking with you again. And um, it was a really good subject. Um, I, I, I guess you you know kind of did it because of you know the whole Chris Rock uh, situation and whatnot with the Will Smith. But um, did you see I, our thumbnail, Big Truck? I I saw the thumbnail oh, okay. Kanji Brown and whatnot, yeah. and and you know I I honestly I didn't really feel too much of a way about her being married to this guy because that's typically how it is. It's like they the you know some of these upper level 
or these PhD holders or these George doctorate holders, they end up getting married to Zaddy. My only thing is, if that's what works, then hopefully it works out. I don't feel any way about it. I, I like to see things actually work because unfortunately most of them don't. So my thing is, you know, um, I don't think black men should be denigrated at all um, for their necessary chivalry. I don't think black men have to show any chivalry to women who are not giving them anything. So if, if there's no honor to defend, they shouldn't have to jump in and risk themselves for somebody who's, who's, who's not giving them anything back. So that's, that's just my bottom line. And some people can feel a different way about it. Fine. But the thing about it is I just know what I'm not doing. And I can hear a lot of other people saying the exact same thing. So that's just basically that. Thank you, Big Truck. Definitely appreciate your input. Glad you came up. We ain't seen you in a minute. And I literally, somebody mentioned you and I was like, dang, where is he at? I ain't seen him. So make you sure came. You, make sure you stay tuned. Make sure you stay tuned in 14 days because we're going to Maldives. I will be staying tuned to see what type of effort you get into I am in so Maldives. Jealous. Yeah, I know, course, right? Business class on Emirates, Sister George. I'm going to be drinking. I'm going to be there from the 14th to the 24th. I'm going to be drinking, like, it's going to be champagne and just Ooh. constant on the plane. It's just, oh, my God, it's going to be crazy. Okay. They got a shower on the plane. Damn. got a shower Maybe Curlin will take me downtown Atlanta this weekend. Tell Curlin. I'm about to leave her because I'm not playing games with her. There you go. He going to cuss me out. take you to Pine Lake. So, you know. Rude, oh, what's up? It was goody. Thank you, Big Truck. We appreciate you. And then, Mr. Research, what right do you right. have, brother? I just wanted to continue this joke real quick. Yeah, take you to Pine Lake. And for a lot of people don't know, it ain't no actual lake. It's just a street. But oh. <laughs> take you over there to the deck. Over to the deck, shout it. Uh, Some. But uh, no, uh, Emirates. Yeah, Emirates is a very good one. I uh, also like Frontier. Uh, and their executive and Alaskans executive. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, you know, sometimes I cheat uh, instead of taking a direct flight because I like Frontier so much. I sit up here and take front, Frontier, go to the hub, <laughs> and take it all the way back only because I like the plane so much. But Dang, anyway, nice. <laughs> anyway, so here's the thing. Uh, this was a great conversation. I come over here because I get to interact with ladies who disagree, but they're able to disagree with it with, with information. My whole point in having a conversation is not like other people in the manosphere. I ain't, I ain't trying to be right. I'm trying to learn a different way of thinking. And that's why I come over here. And there's two other places that I go. 80% of these ladies are just anti-male. They they don't care about their nephews. They don't care, but they 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 you know when when you hear the the stuff, it it just doesn't make sense. And I'm talking about the topic. Black women really believe Asian guys are going to be at their defense. Canadians. Uh, uh, I'm at the point, like I said, when you guys started this, I blame black dudes. I don't even blame women. Black dudes coddle women too much. Because there's Ukrainian women right now picking up the rifle fight, fighting side by side with their brothers, regardless of an argument they had two years ago. That will never happen in America. 
you just had white and black people say they they would run and leave. Fifty percent of them would run and leave if this place got attacked. Everybody got opinions. Nobody got any reality. So because I'm not seen as a human being in this community, the twenty percent pick me's, mammies, I will protect them all day. These other eighty percent of women, I don't care if they're crying in the street. Because they create this nonsense. And the same thing with these dudes. These dudes who sit up here and poke at women all day. I, I ain't trying to help you, dude. It, it's just, it's ridiculous. Because we got greater things that we're supposed to be fighting against. We got too many goofy people in these spaces. And now it's showing its face. The money's running out. Everybody leaving. You, you know, because it was never serious in the first place. It was just to damage black pride. That's all we've done in 2000 is damage black pride. That's all. We haven't created another Black Panthers. We haven't created another uh, MLK. We, you don't acknowledge me every time I open my door and come out the house, huh? But the white man does. Y you know what, rock on. When this black community falls, you'll be a Russian concubine wondering why it happened like this. Have a good one. Thank you, Mr. Research. We appreciate you. Thank you for always stopping by and showing us love and coming up to dialogue with us and engage. We appreciate you and thank you for your support. Auntie Wanda, in closing, what do you yes. have to add to the conversation or uh, you know, what are your overall thoughts, whichever you want to chime in with? My overall thoughts is, is that black women and the black men, we're in trouble right now. We really are. And I don't know what's going to fix this. Um, the black family is dying and um, black women, as uh, the gentlemen have just said, you know, we're, we're not protected. A lot of us were not except for those of us, you know, I am protected, I'm provided for. However, when I see my sisters and I see them hurting out there and alone and not protected, and I know you guys said, well, they're doing this, that, and the other, but a lot of them are good women and they want to be in long-term relationships with men. And for some reason or another, they cannot find good black men to be with them. And so my thing is, is that I don't care about them dating out. I really don't. And um, unfortunately, a lot of them, they don't want to, especially uh, the older ones, but um, everyone deserves to be loved. And uh, I, don't, I don't see anything wrong with it. Just like I don't see anything wrong with black men finding love elsewhere. It doesn't bother me, not one bit. And so when I see black women do it, uh, that doesn't bother me. However, you guys are right. You had a valid point about um, black women, you know, not being misconstrued about the men that's out there, you know, and, and saying that they're better than some of the black men. And that's that may not necessarily be true. So they have to be careful and date what's best for them. And so those are my final thoughts. And thank you, ladies, for having me. It, it's always a pleasure. Um, hopefully I can get to come up more often. Yes, Absolutely. auntie. Um, yeah. 
you did say some interesting things and I don't think that you're wrong about everything. I'm not against women dating interracially. I'm not, I'm not against men dating interracially. Um, I think at this point now, it is definitely about our survival as people, as women, as men, it's definitely about our survival and being happy. Um, more so with the women about our survival though. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's getting to a point, you know, and I have heard a lot of women that say they can't find black men or good black men to um, be with. And I, I get that, but it's just to a point to where we demean and we're so mean to each other. And it's like, we, we have to hate on the way out. Um, even if it's to go get a black man or, um, excuse me, even if it's to go get a white man or for a white man to go get, excuse me, for a black man to go get a white woman or others. And it's mm -hmm. like, we have to do so much hating on the way out the door. And that's not doing anything either. Um, they'll talk about women wearing the capes and doing this, that, and the third for black men, which we've birthed black men. We have black men in our families. Um, we haven't been dogged out by all black men. Black men have loved on us too. Mm -hmm. And so when you see examples of like the Cohen guy mm -hmm. and the Cohen guy, you know, I've looked at his channel. He has a lot of shit about sex. Um, lots and lots of things about oh. sex and, mm -hmm. you know, uh, how white, yeah, how black women looks, but, you know, talking about like sustaining relationships and really being with black women and being demonstrative of that, you, like, don't talk about it, be about it. And I feel like a lot of us will buy into anything somebody else says about, um, our people mm. and, they eat that and and you know it, it's it's a shame because i don't feel like this guy has the best intentions at all mm -hmm. so that's all yeah. i had uh, but uh, i'm glad you came up and absolutely you know, we absolutely. hope we we hope we see you soon yes it was refreshing for you to come up <laughs> and i think that you absolutely brought some great perspective and i always bring fire in <laughs> yeah you did yes. <laughs> thank you for that though because it brought a different perspective and some different elements that we weren't discussing so we appreciate that oh you're welcome ladies it's always a pleasure and you guys have a lovely evening you too thank, thank you, you auntie you do the same bye um bye this was a wonderful discussion. Very, yes. very interesting all the way through. Um, it, it went different than I anticipated, but still enjoyable nonetheless. I do have to say, as it relates to the topic that, you know, no one's coming to save us. And I, I, I find it offensive for Black women, just like I find it problematic for Black men, to literally highlight another group, a group that is responsible for, you know, some of the worst atrocities in the entire world, if not directly from their ancestors. So that group, they belong to a group that is, you know, responsible for, you know, some of the most awful things in the entire world, literally, you know, the colonization of, you know, the entire planet by force. 
and um, to simply elevate them on this pedestal and make it seem as though the grass is so green over there that they understand the definition of protection that Black men just can't seem to get right. I think that is offensive. I think it's a slap in the face. I think that you are um, a lot of these women are not being realistic. They're not, you know, talking about um, the 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 I guess the struggles of their relationship. Not saying that they need to put all their business out there, but just they're not talking about the real, true aspects of their relationship. They're literally doing highlight reels on the positive things about their relationships and these women are eating it up because that's what they truly believe anyhow literally since they were children this white savior complex has been ingrained in them through the bible and through other various ways and other various media and really and truly they want to be saved and um i i just find that to be problematic just like i constantly highlight with the men when they talk about you know dating out and going their own way and talk about it as if it's going to be this, you know, miraculous, wonderful thing. I push back. I challenge their thinking. I talk about the what ifs. I talk about, you know, nuanced things that they might not have considered. And I also am challenging them to just be be realistic in their, um, in their desires. And I think Black women should do the same. I don't have a dog in the fight as it relates to who you marry or mate with. Interracial dating is not for me. I'm not a proponent of uh, or, or I don't push for interracial dating. It's not something that I prefer, but I also can't pick and choose who you mate with. So, you know, whatever you do, it's your business, but be realistic. Understand that, you know, the grass is not always greener. Understand that, you know, the struggles that we've highlighted with black men, that's because that is who your, that is who your dating experience has likely been with. And that's who you've seen people couple and partner with throughout your life. So of course you've seen the, the, the ugly, but you've also seen the good as well. And it's not highlighted, not talked about enough, but don't think that it's going to be so sweet over there that you won't have any problems, that it is like salvation, that it is the answer hmm. to everything that's wrong with the world, because it's not. Um, that's all I got. Thank you guys so much for coming up and engaging with us. We enjoyed it. And thank you to everyone who supported us and sent a um, super chat. We appreciate y'all. Absolutely. Um, this is one for the books, girl. Look at us. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, I liked it. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. Well, we will see you guys back here on the next one. We're out. Peace.